Last time, in the footfalls of giants. Actually, before we go, there's something I'd like to do, hopefully quickly. Um, you all don't have to come back. Ayo, if, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like some company. Okay, what are we doing? I want to talk to that body. Wee, 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 wee. Go, go by many, nay, 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 names. You, you, you may call us entropy. You, you, you seek the gaga gods, but no, they have left, left, left you. Huh, that's weird. My head's not hurting anymore. You absolutely see your hands start getting that golden glow. The fucking hell? For the short term, what I'm hoping to do is to demolish Mikolo's reputation and also, hopefully, the Aether Councils. Tell me, is there any way you could absolutely prove that this is Mikolo? Because if you can, you give me that information, the Aether Council is going to have hell to pay if they've been covering up a serial killer on the Dark Matters payroll. What would you say to a recorded confession? So you guys head back. You teleport back down. When you guys get down back to Goddard Glade, the first thing I think that immediately jumps out to you guys is the fact that the two wreckages of the Fellforged are missing. There is also a game where you can win the equivalent of like a space beta fish. You know what? Let's just see how this goes. She's going to see what she can win. So I wanted to show you guys, and I, I wanted you to be the first to see me. Because it's because of you that I was able to find who I was. And when she smiles, she smiles wide with a big grin full of pointed teeth. The authorities started to form a perimeter. They kind of know you guys are here. Yeah, we figured. We'll be on our way soon enough. What she made you is a flag. And what you have is what she hopes will one day be the Jolly Roger of the Fellstar Pirates. Welcome back, everybody. We are the Slayrites. I am your DM, Anthony. And as always, I'm joined by my fellow Slayrites, Holland, Teresa, Scott, and Hillary. It is session 27. You did it. Yep, I did it. <laughs> we just wrapped up chapter 5, Moonshiners. Before we get into that, I would like our listeners to remember to follow us on Twitter at SlayRights. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us comments, ratings. Let us know how we're doing. I promise we're taking it seriously. We're getting better all the time. We love that you're, you've stuck with us this far. So without further ado, how many days do you want it to be since you've left Shadron? Somebody roll a die. Do yeah, we you know have what? to be anywhere specific within any sort of time frame? No, you. I mean, you guys have some like some breadcrumb trails, uh -huh. but nothing concrete like you had with Denier or uh, Saloon. Mm -hmm. Neat. You kind of just you kind of go. I guess you know you guys are pirates. You got nothing fucking to do. You don't have jobs. Wow, this is our job. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah. your job. We live here. Piracy. This is what we do. We do live here. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to roll a die and see how many days it's been when we, when we'll enter the scene. So, uh... I would say it's probably, like, just a couple days. Yeah. Yeah, I rolled a three. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. I would say Zelias' only goal goal is to find his crew, but... Right. We're mm -hmm. on a journey to fucking get there. We're going where the journey takes us. And, I mean, adventure's going to happen along the way. That's exactly. how it goes. That's how we make friends or ruin lives or... However that book goes. That's the real treasure is. The friends we made along the way. 
It's been three days. How many of you miss Farron? Me. Yes. Me. I'm over it. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, I'm joking. She's cool. But... but yeah. So what have you guys been up to in those last couple of days since you left Chandra? You, um, you've managed to shake off any type of immediate adamantine authority pursuit. They were kind of in disarray. They kind of had to deal with what happened with Niccolo first. Mm-hmm. While also, like, they had to deal with the murder scene because you murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> Were they able to get to the temple? Um, that is a good question. Good point. You you don't know that. Oh. If anyone would have been able to get to the temple, it would have had to be Panya. So. Well, she's dead. What? No, she's not. (laughs) We don't know that we left. Uh, what I will say, if you keep your, you know, eyes and ears on any of the broadcasts, there has been some news coming out of Chandron, what you guys did with, uh, you know, Mikolo's confession quote-unquote mm-hmm. and gave it to reese to sort of disseminate amongst the news outlets yeah i'm gonna roll a d20 and we're gonna see how effective that was holy shit how'd i do uh that's a 20 i rolled oh, a 20 oh, penis <laughs> yeah this story catches on like fucking wildfire everyone is wondering because i mean okay the way i'm gonna kind of resolve this is that the solstice and equinox festivals on chandron are very well known, very popular throughout the civilized nebula. Not only is it do people come from far and wide, it's one of those things that's generally accepted. Like if someone messes with that, huh. that's not good. So what's happened there with the murders that Michelo committed, as well as the increased adamantine authority presence, everything that you guys released in terms of Michelo's confession, it has now come down to the Ether Council now having to answer like, who is it that you employ? How do you vet these people? Like, a lot of people are now questioning, like, well, who else are in your ranks that are potentially murderers and serial killers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing to make sure that they are actually keeping the peace and not just abusing their power, which is what you saw in Lunasol? Yeah. yeah. To the point where Belmar Solfist has had to make a, a formal announcement that he is forming a committee to look into these disturbances and to start, you know, anyone who has any complaints or concerns of adamantine authority or dark matter behavior throughout the nebula to submit them and that they are going to start looking into these things. And it's, it's been big, big news. I feel like this must be dominating the 24-hour news cycle and we just have that on in that common room TV that we have on the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of pundits that are out there that, you know, they're doing essentially the the not-all-cops argument. Like, there's only, <laughs> there's only a few bad eggs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's plenty of people coming forward with their own stories like, hey, you know, this is a problem. There's no oversight. You know, they're basically policing themselves and they have no incentive to act according to established law. This isn't a new argument, but they're having, the people who are saying that you know, the Solfist Empire, that Belmar Solfist is trying to take the Ether Council and turn it into this ironclad empire. Those voices are gaining more traction. There's a lot of quote-unquote political unrest throughout the nebula mm-hmm. that this confession video that you guys set up is gaining traction. Uh, the other thing, too, though, is now Niccolo's dossier is being pulled forward. They're like, hey, where was he deployed? What worlds was he on? Were there any murders in, on those worlds and stuff like that? And the murder list is now growing. Oh. 
And it's one of those things where a lot of people who were affected by these murders are now going to the council and saying, hey, how are you going to make this right? There needs to be justice. Your shark ate my dad. I mean, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Not even joking. No, that was a serious shark murder joke. That wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. (laughs) (laughs) We're being serious for once and it sounded like a joke. (laughs) So yeah, Niccolo's victim list has been kind of steadily growing by the day. And now the conversation is like, what's the Ether Council really even doing with the Dark Matters? And how do they plan to rectify this going forward? Oh, man. Yeah, we're keeping it on the TV. Gallo wants to see yeah. if the Dark Matters even survives after this. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Hey, and do people think that me setting them on fire was cool? I'm going to make a roll. <laughs> <laughs> see. Roll with advantage because I'm really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you what i'm gonna yeah. roll with advantage i the was first joking roll, but no the, the first roll was a three so i think a lot of people are like ah man so why is this kind of cringe <laughs> but hold on. i mean it's not untrue so with advantage i rolled a four. <laughs> <laughs> oh man people are just not feeling it he was shooing it in a little too hard so i think well now we should add my charisma modifier to that what's your charisma modifier i don't know let me open it it's a plus four isn't <laughs> it I think it's a plus four. All right, so a whopping eight. You know what? Let's make um, it a saving throw. And actually, no. Let's make it performance. Actually, no. That's only a plus four. Persuasion. Ant plus seven. <laughs> I'm persuading them that I'm real scary. Also, intimidation's plus seven too. So added together, that's a fourteen. How about I throw guidance on there as well? Oh my god! It's fine. I don't care. Are you gonna let me resolve this, or are you just gonna keep throwing numbers at me and hope something sticks? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, go ahead and resolve it. I'm fine with that. All right. I like it being cringe. So you guys got your bounties after Doth, right? Yes. Yeah. That sounds yeah. right. So it's been a few weeks now. And obviously the video of Zelias blowing up Niccolo has, you know, you guys made sure it also made the news. So the way this is kind of getting handled, the reason why... You know, it's a lower number. The Adamantine Authority is absolutely trying to make sure that this video is not spread. (laughs) They've already got a a wildfire with Mikolo's quote-unquote confession. (laughs) They feel like they don't need to be embarrassed further by Zelias, you know, claiming the kill, so to speak. But there are people who have seen it and word is starting to spread. It's just slow. They've seen it, but they think it's kind of cringe. But they've seen it. There's definitely some people that are like, uh, this is Zelias, this is kind of like, the footage like that they managed to get a hold is not super great, because again, like they kind of had Like wise It's kind of blurry, someone's thumb is over the top of it. Yeah, like, despite how you released it, and despite how Reese is trying to, like, disseminate it further, like, <laughs> Ether Council and Adamantine Authority have really put the kibosh on it hard. Actually, wasn't Niccolo pretzel-shaped in that video? He sure, he sure was. was. <laughs> <laughs> so that probably affected the quality yeah. dramatically. Yeah. There's if you look on some of like the Darknet forums, people are like, oh wow, Captain Zelias set a laundry bag on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how, how people get like super conspiracy theory about it yeah. with the, things like this with the yeah. post frames of like see how this pixel is off. Oh god. Watch. Yeah. yeah. Like they're doing that. Oh, burned up a big wow. foot. So despite all of this. All of your bounties have increased by 200,000 apiece. Hooray! 
I guess that's a good thing. Woohoo! They didn't want to go with an exorbitant number because that would essentially give credence to the theories. I think Zelice is annoyed by this, but he'll, <laughs> he'll take it. <laughs> like, yeah, Mikolo was, based off of what you're seeing on the news, a pretty high-ranking member of the Dark Matters. You know, a very powerful opponent. You probably think that your bounty should go up at least, like, a, like add another zero to your bounty. At least. But no, no, just 200,000. That's okay. I'll allow it. Man, that's just, like, chump change. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So actually, on that note, let's kind of go around the table. How's everyone feeling about your increased bounties? Let's start with Zelias. Zelias, you, you're just like, this is annoying? Yeah. Okay. But he's mostly okay with it, but also he's kind of like, man, ah, oh, but, but I burned him. And you bit his throat out. And I bit his throat out, but they didn't see that part. If they'd seen that part, then, uh, <laughs> yeah, that other zero would be tacked on the end of my bounty. For sure. <laughs> How about Finch? How's Finch feeling about this new increased bounty? I think Finch has a lot of other things on their mind. So, like, it registers, but it's not really, like, it's not as much of a gut punch as the initial one was. It was just like, oh, okay, well, add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Check. Mark, that's one other thing to deal with, or not deal with. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Uh, how's Ao feeling? So, like, on first getting the news, she didn't think too much of it. She's not okay. too concerned with the bounty, but it's one of those things where she gives it a thought late at night, you know, trying to get some sleep. Uh-huh. Uh, wait a minute. My mom's gonna have to deal with this shit. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to meet Ao's mom. We'll, we'll oh, yeah. get there. Don't worry. Eventually, I'm sure. How about Galva? Uh, kind of miffed. Like, she went toe-to-toe with those Felforge. She feels like she should have gotten more of a boost. Absolutely. But yeah, those Felforge are probably worth like 200,000 credits on their own. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Seriously. Give her some fucking credit, Ether Council. <laughs> right? We broke your big dumb robots. Killed your big dumb shark. Yeah, we broke two of your big dumb robots and killed your big dumb shark. <laughs> and he tasted horrible. Finch killed one of the big dumb robots. Yo, Finch, fuck yeah. Well, yeah. no, no. It wasn't Finch. It was, um... Finchihara. Olihara. No, no. it counts. <laughs> did, did Olihara get a bounty from this? No. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> this contacts was pissed like what's this about <laughs> actually i'm kind of on that note why don't you give me all i want you all to give me a perception roll okay interesting we're on the ship rolling perception yeah yeah it's just for stuff that you would have noticed like in the news cycle and stuff okay i got a 13 uh i feel like galva should be paying a lot more attention to what's going on than this i got a 22 so I rolled a one, so that's five perception. <laughs> Starting off strong, I rolled a two. <laughs> so Ao's so the only one paying six attention. Six perception. <laughs> oh. So Ao, you're the only one that notices uh, a lack of news. Mm-hmm. Nothing has come up in any news source that you can find. This kind of makes sense too, because Ao, you have more of an online presence, so I imagine Ao would also be searching for some of the stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. There is nothing about the Fell Forge that you fought. Like, there's no records, there's no nothing, you know, Adamantine Authority or Ether Council saying anything. And there have been lists of, like, casualties, like the <laughs> Adamantine Authority people that you flat out murdered in Goddard's Glade mm-hmm. when you were making your way to um, the Muso Shrine. That was self-defense. Well, that's, you know what? Murder's murder. Anyway. Hey, suck my dick. You're a pirate. You should be happy about this. <laughs> Yay, murder. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Regardless, if you did some digging, you would have been able to find the names of 
the soldiers that you killed. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of public record. Nothing about what the hell those big robots were at all. Oh. And, I mean, the thing is, like, even if you... Actually, give me a quick investigation roll. A.O. Okay. Two. <laughs> no. That's just nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to say, um, like, the past several days, she's focused mostly on just editing and yeah. getting her video out. Okay. That's fair. Oh, yeah, I have to make a roll to see how many uh, followers you get. Uh, didn't we do that last week? I got 800. Yeah, I did yeah. that last week. Did I do that? Okay. 800. That's right. Yeah, that was right. Uh, so a couple. Yeah, she made a very good video. But, I mean, Ayo, you do happen to notice that there's no reporting on anyone that was, like, in those suits or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. Over top secret technology. Perhaps. So, with that out of the way, what have you guys been up to for the last couple of days? Galva's got a number of projects, but I think number one right now is to fix Truck Coon. You do have to fix Truck Coon, because Zelias is crazy-ass driving. Can we call it something else? No, it's name is no. Truck Coon. Why? Because that's what Ao called it first. Limest. Okay. Because it's an isekai joke. It's an mm-hmm. in-joke that I don't get. Basically, in isekai anime, Truckun kills a lot of, like, protagonists that then <laughs> go to the- Like, so many of these isekai protagonists, they go to these fantasy worlds by dying, and the most bog-standard way to kill them is to just have them get hit by a truck. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I haven't watched anime in a long time, yeah. and I don't regret it. Is that really what that means? I thought you guys were just being goofy. I didn't realize. Yeah, no, it's a, that's a thing. Shit. Well, you know what? In that case, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Our fucking truck mascot's a murderer. So, Galva is going to not just fix the damage, but see if there's ways to, like, kind of tune it up so that it's better for some more all-terrain driving rather than like just hauling shit down the road like it was doing before probably maybe also let's see if we can give it a little bit of a paint job you know okay so here's what i'm gonna say i want you to roll me mechanics but i want you to roll me with disadvantage because the idea that you would have all of the parts necessary to do what you want to do just on the ship as is right now yeah is slim to nil like you would need to specifically like next place you make port you're going to need to uh, probably buy some stuff and see what you can do. Sure. Well, yeah, and I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And I think if it turns out that she just assesses it like, I can't do this, then she'd be like, well, here's what we're going to do later. Right. Maybe. You're going to make a shopping list next time you make port. I had to give me disadvantage. All right, that's six. What was the other roll? It would have been like 17 total. Okay. Yeah, no, I, all right, with a six, I actually don't think you make any major fixes what i think you actually do with a six you generate a list of everything that needs to be addressed on the on the vehicle so you have to get new brake pads you need to uh fix the axle the chassis is fine it did you know so you don't need to scrap the whole thing mm-hmm. but you also need to look into like uh the alternator starting to go yep what a piece of shit we stole you want to paint it like you <laughs> you didn't really have time to shop you just hopped in yeah, we murdered did. a guy with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good. You know what? That guy got sent to an isekai. <laughs> oh <my laughs> shit! Nice. I just started someone else's D and D campaign, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Absolutely. That's gonna be my next playable character. <laughs> the guy that I ran over. <laughs> yep, with the truck. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but yeah, so I think you've managed to generate a list, and uh, I actually think too you got an idea of the total cost for what you want to do. It so in order to do what you want to do to not only fix up 
but improve on your truck, I'm going to say it's about 4,000 credits. Okay, let me get the... I'm going to start a new page on the party wallet for, like, okay. um, planned expenditures. Yeah. Something fancy like that. Um, You said it was... 4,000 credits. Okay. And if you want to do things, like, bit by bit, we can talk about it then. So this okay. is just a big lump sum. 4,000 credits to get everything tuned up. Yeah. And that's probably not a good idea to do right now, because if my wallet tracking is correctly, we have about 5,800 yeah, you guys aren't that liquid. You've been spending some money. Yeah, we blew a lot at the festival. Which is fair. Mm -hmm. It's a festival. You're supposed to blow money. We also needed new clothes. Yeah. I had to have that cool hat that I found. Yeah. Yeah, the big ones were the clothes and Finch stocking the med bay. Yes. <laughs> which saved your asses because you used all that stuff for potions, which you burned through. Mm -hmm. yep. I did use potions on purpose, yeah. Yeah. After that, the next largest spending was AO at the sex store. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh shit that's right you have that thing to do galva mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's probably gonna be next on her list and i mean i think also one of the reasons she prioritized Trakun is that she still doesn't have a great place to work on these things like other than wherever we put Trakun, a lot of her work has been mostly in her bedroom so like mm -hmm. you know it was nice to feel like she was in like a shop almost for a little bit Aww. all right so uh, before we jump into other stuff that you want to do, let's just kind of go around the table and get everyone's sort of thing. Um, Ayo, what have you been up to, aside from editing your video? I mean, she's been pretty fervently working on that. Okay. After she's done, though, I think she will want to try and make an excuse to talk about everything that happened in the in the temple. Okay. Then before we go into that, because that's going to mm -hmm. dominate a large chunk of the session, do you mind if I go around the rest of the, the table? Yeah, go, go for it. I'm okay. expecting that. Zelias, how about you? What have you been up to the last couple of days? Fucking, what does Zelias do? God. <laughs> I honestly picture Zelias, if, if there isn't something immediately happening, sometimes I think of Zelias as a cat. Yeah, basically. Just sort of like lounging on the backs of sofas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that sounds like him. He's basically... Just like, uh, just, I need something to kill. <laughs> I mean, he could come bug other people with whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, doing something though. What is that? <laughs> Sleeping. Um. Oh, did we get the name of the Fellforged? I don't remember if no. we heard what they were called. Oh well. Nope. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Galva may have heard it. Yeah, Galva's the only one that. Yes, Galva is the only one that heard it because Elias and Fitch were too busy yelling over the Adamantine Authority soldier, which saying, is pretty good. Deploy the Fellforged, so you guys didn't actually hear what it was. Oh, so. yeah. would she have mentioned it at all ever? I mean. It's a good question. Like, I think we should probably at some point sit down and discuss that because I don't think she'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I, I caught the name of that one thing that we fought at that one point. Mm. Okay. Or would we have discussed it when we were looking at their wreckage? Maybe. That makes sense to me. That's a big retcon, though. Let's just assume Galva was stupid and readdress it later. Yeah, all right. Well, then I got nothing. Don't say stuff like that, that she was stupid. I mean, you guys just came out of a big fight. Yeah, yeah. good. And also you guys, you know, had your sort of mental spiritual journeys. You all had a lot of things on your mind. You're kind of tripping balls True. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that you guys need to process before you can actually start to say, hey, some of this stuff isn't adding up. I know exactly how we could kick off this conversation. Yeah. Okay. Ao well, was researching them, but if she doesn't know their name, mm -hmm. then how was she researching them? <laughs> Big robot fell from sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But before we get into all of that, I know you guys are chopping up the bit to get to that, and I do want to get into that. But Finch, what are you up to these last couple of days? Finch has been trying to keep to themselves as much as possible. Oh, okay. They're just in their room. Door closed. I think that's what Elias has been doing, too. Oh my god, you guys are all so emo. Look my dick. <laughs> wow. Excuse you, Finch just had some extremely traumatic experiences. All of you need to listen to Space Evanescence. Um, <laughs> it's three introverts in AO. Yeah. <laughs> Finch is more of a, a death metal fan, honestly. Oh, fuck yeah. That's yeah. awesome, actually. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Alright, so then, <laughs> so a- AO, for the last three days, your very introverted and mentally and emotionally stunted crew have been keeping to themselves at, in different quarters of the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do? Because you're probably going to be the one to drag people out yeah. to, to deal with this shit. I mean, admittedly, it was doing much the same, but not because, like, brooding purposes she was working. Yes. But now that she's done with that, that's online. And in the process of, like, you know, posting on and waiting for the reaction to happen, she's just been uh, idly pacing the ship, essentially. Okay. It's about that time that she realizes, wait, there's nobody else out here. Where is everybody? <laughs> Wilhelm's scooting around on his Roomba. That's probably yep. it. Making room room noises. <laughs> no, nah, he he goes around going yeah 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 yeah. Well, he's fired. You can't fire him. He's dead. Hmm? Actually, I think we might approach Wilhelm first. Okay, he's out there. Also, on that note, because Finch has been in their room, mm-hmm. I will say that Wilhelm has been trying to cheer up Finch by putting on some like one man shows. Oh my God, Wilhelm, you sweetheart. Because. He doesn't want to ask what happened to them. Mm-hmm. Whatever, actually, you know, I'm sure Finch would have told whatever they were, you know, willing to discuss with him. Mm-hmm. But like, instead of prying, he tries to distract them. He's a good friend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's got some one man shows going. But when he recognizes that Finch needs time to themselves, he'll uh, he'll putter around the ship. What a good friend. But yeah, so so Ao's gonna go to Wilhelm. 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 Yeah, what's up, Ayo? What can I do for you? He just floats in. Where is everyone else? Are they all in the rooms? Have they been outside of the room since we took off? Uh, well, the captain kind of has been moseying around and uh, laying in different spots on the ship when he's not in his room. Uh, Finchie's, uh, Finchie's dealing with some stuff. So, uh, Finchie's been in their room uh, since we got on, and uh, Lady Galva's been uh, working on your truck. Uh, not gonna lie, I kind of wanted to, you know, lay on the horn a little bit, but nah, I I thought that would end poorly. I'm learning self-restraint. And you're doing a very good job of it. I appreciate that. I mean, look, I'm gonna be on the ship a lot, and, uh, you know, sometimes you just gotta find time to work on yourself, and uh, when I can just do this, and he just floats through the air, like, doing flips, he's like, <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're kind of adrift and also dead, you, you have plenty of time to, you know, you pick at your own brain a bit. Hey, what have you been up to? You all right, kid? Well, I'm actually doing great. Uh, I've been spending the last couple of days uh, making my new video for people online. Oh, yeah? I've been doing the numbers. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, kid. I, I, I appreciate what you're doing. Um, I'm really old, so by virtue of being old, I immediately don't understand what you're doing. Uh, I just see you do the click-clack on the box with the beep-boops. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to assume you make the video go. But listen, if it's doing good, if you're winning, you're good. I'm giving you a thumbs up, but with my mind. Thank you, Wilhelm. 
And if you don't understand, I do appreciate your support. Oh, I mean, I can try. I mean, I, I know what videos are, but I don't really get the whole how you, you make the everything work on there. And, uh, you know, you guys have that little cartoon sort of thing that you do on there. I don't know what those are and how that's a thing. But, you know, it's real neat and real creative. And you know what? I support it. Thank you. But uh, more importantly. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I went off on a tangent. That's not no problem. Uh, so you say Doc's been holed up in their room for this entire time. Yeah. Uh, Are they doing okay? Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Pinchy kind of went through some stuff uh, up on that uh, that moon with the with Jossum. Uh, admittedly, we all went through some stuff. Yeah. Both with the shark and right after the shark. Actually, I've been wanting to talk to them about it. I don't know how to bring it up. Uh, that's a, all right. Well, I mean, I could talk to Finchie a little bit. I don't know how receptive they'll be, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think I could get Finchie to at least sort of open up a little bit. Mm. Captain's going to be a, a whole other ballpark because, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Captain doesn't really respond to, you know, peer pressure. I mean, we could needle him all he wants and he'll just, you know, blow us up or something. Yeah, we have to make it. I think we have to do with him. You have to make it seem like it's his idea to open up. <laughs> but that's going to be difficult. Well, I think what we should do in that regard is if we get everyone to talk about their stuff first. Oh, he's going to want to be included. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, he don't want to be left alone. Yeah. And he's kind of like a cat that way. You know, honestly, I, I'm starting to think that maybe he wants attention. He's been laying around in some pretty obvious places. Yeah, that, that does sound like attention behavior. He was draped over the captain's seat like a carpet the other day. Probably like reading a book, but like sitting in the chair completely not the way you sit in a yeah. chair. Exactly. <laughs> not even just over the back of the chair, like just... Ugh. He's like laid across it, like face down, but like yeah. his legs and arms are hanging over and he's like reading a book and his neck's all tilted like the fuck. <laughs> How are you doing that? <laughs> Are you made of 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 fucking Jello? Zelias is a cat. They're made of liquid. That's yeah. right. No bones, Captain. What happened to your bones this time? What bones? <laughs> no That's bones. Voice. Yeah. So jumping back, but uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, Galva's been working pretty hard on the car. Maybe uh, Galva strikes me as someone who, uh, when something's wrong, they got to work on something. So maybe if you uh, you go and work on something with her. Maybe the conversation will just happen, and then because so you talk to Galva first, and I'm gonna go talk to Finchie. How about that? That sounds like a good idea. All right. And then we try to get them all together in the common room. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe I'll talk to Moot. Maybe he'll have like cookies or something. Yeah, Moot could probably help. Moot's been pretty quiet too, but I think that's because Moot doesn't want to bother you guys because you all seem kind of, you know, preoccupied. Yeah, we need to get better about. Discussing our feelings. Yeah. If we're going to be in this metal tube together, we should be a little more open with each other to make it more comfortable. Yeah, before someone goes crazy and kills you all. Ominous! Uh. <laughs> 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 well, I was literally just floating there. <laughs> with skull grin. You can't tell if he's joking or not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see what Gamma's doing. I'm going to go talk to Finchie. Good luck. You too. And then he just cartwheels out slowly, like he's in zero G. Uh, I like to imagine he um he's just roll, but like on the side, his Roomba is like a wheel. 
Right. Well, sometimes the Roomba has to charge, too. So sometimes he just floats. <laughs> just moving the Roomba in the ways Roomba is not supposed to be moved. Yeah. He's gotten into the habit of, like, bobbing his skull up and down as if he had legs and was walking. Ah. <laughs> when the Roomba's charging. When the Roomba's active, he rolls around on it. But yeah, so let's do Ale and Galva first, then. Okay. So where is Galva? So, I mean, I think by this point, especially if it's this has been three days now, I think, like, she's kind of getting ready to just get Truckun back into... How do we, like, just keep it parked? I assumed it's in the in the cargo bay. Okay. It, yeah. But we don't have, like, anything specifically to dock it, so no. to say. I'm sure there's standard protocol, like, straps and stuff to keep it from... Yeah. We drew a rectangle on the ground in chalk. Now, um, yeah, I think she's, like, packing things up more because, like, yeah, she's probably been able to fix up the issue with the brake pads, but there's not a heck of a lot that she can do here with the lack of tools, which is mm -hmm. unfortunately becoming a bit of a theme for doing work on the ship. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to do something a little stupid. Go for it. I'm going to roll stealth. Oh, boy. Uh, is a 15 to stealth. Okay, and... Oh, shit! That's a 23. So what I think is going to happen here mm -hmm. is Ao wants to be stupid and try and surprise Galva. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to sneak up on her, except instead of flying, which would be actually stealthy. She's, like, actually on the ground walking and sneaking, just like that very exaggerated tiptoe. Yeah. And since this is a very open cargo bay, she's just across the room. Yeah, Galva just turns and stares directly at her and is like... Honestly, I also think Galva is absolutely onto Ao's bullshit by this point. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think that, like, when Galva's, like, underneath the truck working, she probably thinks to herself, like, this would be the perfect time for someone to surprise me. And then just, like, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. waiting. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, so I think she hears the footfalls of a tiny fairy... And just turns in her seat and stares directly at Ao and is like, can I help you? You're too good at this now. Well, I mean, there's not exactly a lot of other sound on the ship right now. That's fair. Mm. What are you up to? Well, I was, I guess right now I'm just making plans. Um, I'd like to... And then she kind of, like, gestures Ao to come look at, like, some of the lists that she was working on. She's like, I'd like to make some improvements to our truck, but, um, unfortunately, we don't really have a lot in the ways of, um, tools, materials, an actual place. And I sort of had to finagle something to prop it up. We don't really even have a proper jack for this. Do we need to raid an auto shop? Would we? That would be fantastic, actually, if we could. I mean, yeah, it would be an easy target. Like, no one would be expecting that. We could just steal what we need, maybe a couple of other cars. We should make sure we have space for a couple other cars, but... Yeah, that's fair. Let's also maybe see if we can find a... I'd feel worse about stealing tools from some local mechanics than... I don't know, see if, if we could find a adamantine supply depot and just taking a bunch of their nice and we just need to go steal from one of those big galactic chains yes like auto nebula <laughs> <laughs> i hate it uh, <laughs> that exists now that exists now it's in the canon 
All right. Yeah, I mean, that's probably not a bad idea. Um, it would at least give us a something to start working with. Maybe not the nicest tools. I'm pretty sure a lot of those things they produce in some of the deepest worlds that they can manufacture them in. But uh, that's better than what we've got right now. I mean, it's just standard upgrade path. We steal the low-end stuff. We use that to make better stuff to steal from the higher-end stuff. Just standard RPG progression. I hate how much sense this makes. That's honestly a perfect metaphor. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I guess this is all I can get done here unless you have any other ideas. But even those, we'd probably still have to get supplies for. So, what about you? seems like this ship has had a bit of a um, skeleton crew lately. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that I was... I'm not very good at jokes. I'm sorry, continue. No, that was good. <laughs> I like that. I, I, I did know that... Actually, I was just talking with Wilhelm. Uh, Elias has been flopping over on everything like a cat. Seen a bit of that. I figured he just thought it was comfortable. Uh, we think it might actually be attention-grabbing behavior. That would make sense. Like, he wants to talk about stuff, but he's, mm. you know, he's the captain. Right, yes. It, I mean, you would think that he would want to lead the conversation. Nah. I mean, you know, he's not one to talk about his feelings. I'm starting to pick up on that, yes. Uh, but after everything that happened, especially at the temple, I'm thinking that it would be a good idea to get together and, you know, kind of go over what happened. It might be healthy for everybody. You mean with Mikolo and that fight? Uh, well, that and the whatever happened after. Uh, we went to the temple and we all blacked out for a bit. Mm. But not really. Kelda looks a little uncomfortable, like she also doesn't want to be starting this conversation. Uh, I mean... I, I have a feeling that that is primarily why people are seeming so down right now. Well, I mean, I suppose if it's for the good of everyone... She kind of chills off there, like, with that sort of look like, I'm not gonna like this, but... And honestly, just between you and me... Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it's a really bad example for Moot if we just keep bottling our feelings up like this because I don't know what's going to happen with them. Raise a good point. Because they pick up things like a sponge. We maybe should be thinking a lot more about some of the examples we're setting. Um, yeah. I think Farron took mostly good messages from us. Um, Smash cut to Farron biting somebody. <laughs> but, but um she did go after Niccolo on her own and it, that maybe was something she should have tried to get us roped in on sooner so yes maybe we should be considering whether we're leading Moot to make some stupid decisions in the future yeah especially I just have this feeling that we're going to get into things really deep really soon. So we all really need to start working it on our mental health. Um, is there any particular reason why you think that? I mean, you know, all the, the things with the gods that we're looking into? Well, yeah, that's 
the fact that every time you look into the mystery of the captain's crew, it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And we still haven't gotten many good answers about that collar on his neck. The collar on his neck or the, the hand that put up the star. Yeah, I'm not sure I like where a lot of these things are at. I think they call themselves Energon. Amalgam. And... Are you talking about the Amalgam? Among Us. Amalgam. Yes. Amalgam. Amalgam. Among Us. Good enough. Honestly, she's just doing this on purpose at this point. Calva <laughs> oh. just looks. Let me roll real quick to see if she's picking up on this or if she thinks Ao's just being just. Ao's just dumb. Okay, now she she's like she's catching on here, and she's kind of like giving her a look like really. Ao just gives that dumb grin. But anyway, you do bring up some good points. We probably don't have a lot of time to be stewing around in bad feelings. Yeah, I mean, normally I wouldn't want to pry, but uh, it's getting to the point where it's getting uncomfortable walking around the ship, to be honest. You know, I kind of agree. I thought maybe, you know, having some of that stuff in the common room would make people want to just exist in that space more, but they're very comfortable in their rooms. And I feel bad about disturbing them when they're in there. Yeah, I do too, but I think that this is a band-aid that we do need to rip off before it gets infected or something. I'm not sure I like this metaphor, but I understand what you mean. Yeah, well, I'm talking to Doc, mm. and I figure if the rest of us are in the common room, the captain will come, not wanting to be left out. She kind of, like, looks over towards the ship as if she could, you know, we're the vague room word, because we're obviously not going to be in the line of sight of those rooms. Worth a shot. And obviously, since this was my idea, I can go first and talk right. about what I saw. No, of course. Um, if there's anything you want me to do, just let me know. I, I, I'd like to help. I would say... Right now, the best thing any of us can do is just be there to listen. Be available for hugs. I have a feeling we're going to need that. Well, I, I suppose Moot has given me plenty of practice. Do you need more practice? I'll, I'll manage. Ayo just looks a little bit disappointed. Oh, <laughs> Galva looks a little uncomfortable. I think, just to help prepare for this a little more, while Wilhelm goes and talks to Finch, I think Ao might enlist Galva's help in like preparing snacks. Yeah. You know, tea, some cookies that they may have bought on the way out. Yeah, Galva can help with that. She can at least help carry things out. She's strong and has a steady hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think she knows a little bit about cooking, preparing stuff. She's done some of that for herself. She's not completely incompetent in the kitchen. You know, just some snacks and tea. Yeah. We don't want booze, so it's not that's not that kind of thing. Oh, tea party. That, that's for later. <laughs> the tea party. Galva might be like reaching for it, and Aya might have to tell her no. Smack her hand. No, this is not a booze moment. Booze moment comes after. Are, are you sure you want us to open up? Aya does have to consider it for a moment. <laughs> does she also want everyone to remember what happened after? Why is that important? Yeah. <laughs> 
I think we also have to make sure we remember all of this. I have a pretty good memory, even. Well, uh... Well, I know you do. Kelva stops and, like, thinks about... All right, yeah, the, I, I... But after, for sure, right? Yes, after, for sure. All right. She puts the bottle back, reluctantly, but she does it. Aww. <laughs> Just wants to drink with her friends. Uh, Moo, can you do us a favor and lock the liquor cabinets until I say otherwise? Of course, Ayo. And then you hear the, the clack of a magnetic lock. <laughs> wow. Fired. Galva is just staring at the door like, oh, her heart sinks. Thank you. The worst sound in the world. This is for everybody's benefit. I know. Right, teen snacks, let's... So yeah, I'll be doing that. Alright. So, uh, Meanwhile, uh, when Wilhelm is out and about, uh, this is something I don't think you and I have resolved yet, Huey. When Wilhelm is out and about, does he just have free reign to enter Finch's room? Oh yeah, absolutely. I like to picture that sense of the reliable is so malleable. Um, there's uh, like a little Roomba door at the bottom of <laughs> Finch's cabin door. A fucking cat door. Yeah. Okay. So like when Wilhelm approaches, like just the bottom lifts up a little bit, like just skull height. Like someone's sweeping something like under the rug or something. Yeah, okay. I yeah. like that a lot better because I was gonna have Wilhelm just sort of like bonk his noggin on the door when when he does it twice. That just means that hey, I'm coming in. Aww. But no, I like this little. <laughs> I like the skull door. Or a little cat door for a skull. Yeah, and I think you hear him coming because it's a Roomba. Yeah. So he comes in and he parks the Roomba on the dock and then he'll float up to you. So what's Finch doing? Finch is kind of crammed into their little pillow palace in their bed nook. Oh no. They have a book. They have um I think one of the books that they got for Wilhelm. I don't know if they've read it together yet or not. But yeah, they're just trying to distract themselves with this good um forensic scientist mystery. Okay. So uh yeah, I think much like every other time, you know, the, the it comes in and then it docks and he uh he'll float up. And uh, he'll float his way up to his little spot on, like, I guess, would you say Finch's nightstand? There's probably, like, a little spot on their nightstand for him, right? Yeah, either on the nightstand, or they usually have a pillow set out specifically for the skull to sit on. Yeah, I think he's going to stay on the nightstand because it's one of those things, like, when, you know, when someone's not feeling that great, mm -hmm. you don't always, like, sit on the bed. You're, like, it's it's one of those things, like, that's their space. You want to let them have that for the moment until... Sure. Yeah, and I think... Wilhelm is very good at recognizing when Finch needs their space. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, he's going to float over to the nightstand and you'll just hear him settle down. And so I think he's going to wait a, a minute or two. Um, that, that, that's a little too long. A couple of seconds. And he's like, so how's that book, Finchy? Oh, um, it's um, average, I suppose. Yeah, not, not too good, not too bad, just kind of there. It's a story. I, yeah, it's it's not great, but it's not the worst thing I've ever read. Hey, uh, speaking of stories, Finchie, look, uh, I kind of want to talk to you. I hope you don't mind. Oh, um, all right. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I think you, you kind of get the idea of what I want to talk about. Uh, you told me a little bit about what happened back in, uh, on Chandran in the Temple of Saloon there. And, uh, you know... We've been through a lot together, Finchie. Uh, I know when you're hurting. Whatever happened there, it's, uh... Well, you're the doctor, and you know what happens when poison builds up in you. They're quiet for a long moment. They're just looking at the skull, like... They look pretty uncomfortable, because, yes, Wilhelm is speaking good sense. 
<laughs> How dare. How dare. <laughs> they don't like this. They don't like being on the receiving end of this. This sucks. <laughs> yes, and? Yeah. Uh, look, Fidgy, you know I'm not the type to force any kind of decision on you. The, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, you and I have been together for quite some time now. And, and look, you've done a lot for me, Fidgy, and I, I appreciate you. I, no, you know, more than that, I love you for it. You know, you're, you're a dear, dear friend, and I don't like seeing you like this, but I recognize that this, whatever happened, isn't something that's just, that can be talked about, one and done. But I do think there's something that you're not realizing. And for the sake of, uh, you know, I, I might be overstepping my bounds here, but for the longest time, Finchie, it's just been, you know, you and me against the world. And frankly, I was happy. You know, when you're dead, you're not supposed to really have anybody. You know, when you're dead, that's it. Lights out, the end. You move on. Or I'm supposed to, but I didn't. And, uh, well, I wound up in your care. And how do I put this? You have made my quote-unquote life better. I might not know who I am. I might not know what I'm supposed to do. I might not know why I haven't even passed on. But right now, I know that it'll happen because, you know, you're there. You want to help me. And for that, I don't think there's a way I could repay that. But I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I just sort of hung around and, and let you just retreat into yourself like this. Kid, you, I know the last few months have been bad. I know there's been a lot of changes to your lifestyle that you're not necessarily agreeable, but whatever happened back there on Chandran, I think that you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't just get it out there. And I'm not saying you have to talk to me. Look, I'll be honest, I'm not the best judge of anything, really. But I also know that the people on board this ship, you know, care about you. It's weird. You know, when we first arrived here, it's, you know, they don't seem like the Karen sort. They're, they're all over the place. Frankly, everyone on the ship's a lunatic. I think Finch actually does crack a smile when he says that. Just a little tiny one. <laughs> and uh, by all accounts, it doesn't make sense how this crew works. I mean... I can't say I've been on ships before. I don't know. It's just a feeling in my, you know, ghost gut. But somehow the four of you work. It's ridiculous to see in, in practice. You're all so completely different. You all handle things so terribly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird. But because you're all... And I say this with as much love and respect, Finchie, but you're all dumpster fires. But the fact is, somehow you all managed to burn brighter together. It's weird. And whatever you're going through, I think they're going through the same stuff. And I think you're so used to being alone that maybe that hasn't clicked for you yet. You could be right. Finch kind of glances back down at their book. They fiddle with the pages a little bit before marking their place and setting it aside. Then they cross their arms, you know, defensively, and they look back at the skull like, okay, this conversation obviously is going to happen. Right. Uh, they're not happy about it, but 
<laughs> you know, they would honestly rather talk to Wilhelm. Right. So, you know, it's not as bad as it could be. Okay. I don't really know how to quantify everything I'm feeling. It's, you know, some part disbelief, some part, um, well, there's definitely more than a small part depression. Um, maybe a little bit of despair? That's a lot of D words. Um, it sort of definitely started with that shade of Cyric in Tom's temple, you know, a few weeks ago. But um, it sort of crystallized in Saloon's temple when, um, well, Wilhelm, I was almost eaten by that shock man. He bit my legs. If, if he wanted to, he could have bit them clean off. I almost lost them. I could have bled out. I could have died there very, very easily. And no one would have been able to do anything to stop it. I'm the one with the cure wounds and the healing word. And everyone else was busy fighting for their lives. And I can't stop thinking about how easily I might have died and how utterly terrifying it was when it happened. I don't know how to process this. So I'm just trying to ignore it, but obviously that's not working. So I think at this point, Wilhelm floats off of the nightstand and moves to that pillow that you keep specifically for him on Finch's bed. Mm -hmm. Just to, like, it's now, now it's time to move into their space because, you know, he doesn't want Finch to be alone. Yeah. And so when he settles in, he looks at you. You can feel he's looking at you. And it's not just a matter of just the skull facing your way. Like, you can feel eyes on you. Mm -hmm. And what he says next sounds almost like a, like a, you know, Wilhelm sort of, like, sarcasm a little bit. But you can tell by his tone of voice that he's not meaning it that way. Mm -hmm. And he says, well... Oh, Seems interesting to me, Finchie, that a cleric at Kelimbor is afraid of death. Now, you and I have been over this topic more times than I care to count, and I think what you really need to focus on is what is it really that you're afraid of? Were you afraid of dying, or were you afraid of what might have happened to your friends out there if you did? Well, both, honestly. I mean, I'm not... This has always been very difficult to quantify as well. I'm not afraid of dying, you understand. It's it's a natural process. It happens to us all, etc., etc. Um, it's less the death part that, that frightened me and more the manner in which it, it might have come about. That man, that creature, was toying with me, and his whole goal was to frighten me, and he accomplished it quite well. And try as I might, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't get it out of my head. I can't get just the rows and rows of teeth coming for me. The white eyes, they were soulless and just, there was nothing to them. And it all comes back to that, that one moment and just the searing pain. And I don't, I don't want my death to be someone else's, uh, what What is the word I want? I don't want my death to be a feather in someone's cap, I suppose. Do you get what I'm saying? Real quick, is Finch, are they sitting sort of cross-legged on the bed? I would say, yeah, they're cross-legged. They've got their blanket pulled up over their lap. They're just kind of snuggled in for a long, cozy read. So I think Wilhelm's going to do the thing that cats do mm -hmm. when they know that their human isn't feeling well. 
Uh, I think Wilhelm is going to move over and just sort of plop himself in Finch's lap. Aww. And instead of looking at you, I think he's going to sort of plop and just sort of be facing to the side. Because he recognizes that when eyes are on you, sometimes it's very difficult to express yourself. Mm -hmm. And I also think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, as a changeling and just Finch's general demeanor, I feel like they tend to kind of lock up a little bit more when more eyes are on them, regardless of whether they're friendly. Yes, yeah, they definitely, they don't enjoy being looked at. Right. This is a good instinct on, on Wilhelm's part. So Wilhelm is looking away, like he's not looking in the same direction as Finch, but he's just kind of looking off to, like, the wall. And Wilhelm is quiet for a moment, and he's going to let Finch just kind of, like, know, you know, Wilhelm's there, feel his presence, you know, let them... Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't want to bombard Finch. This is this is already a lot. He can tell. Yep. So I think when he does speak, he's usual, more like louder, more uh, waka waka type of voice and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. he dials it back a little bit it, it, to sort of make this a little bit more private, a little more you know intimate in terms of you know you guys are close friends. Yeah. And he says, eh, Finchy, look. Take it from a dead guy. I'm sure you know, though, life is pain. Bad things are going to happen. Horrible things. You're going to see atrocities across this nebula that they're going to stay with you for the rest of your life. But you taught me, Finchie, that the beauty of death is having a life full of a myriad of experiences. You know, no life is purely good. Because that just... That doesn't exist. That doesn't happen. You know, even the most blessed among us know some form of hardship. There's something in their life that they would rather not face, that they, they keep it buried. It's something that hurts them. And I think that everything you've been through at this point has been hard. It's been a nightmare. And whatever's kept you going, whether it be your, your quest to find Kellenbor, your faith in him, whether it be you wanting to help me, or whether it be the fact that you're just struggling to admit that, you know, frankly, despite everything that's gone on, you've got a pretty good thing going here with this group. But you keep trying to quantify something that can't be quantified. You can't quantify feelings. you got people out there that say things like, uh, you know, they express their love and admiration in the form of mountain ranges and, you know, People say, I, I love you more than, than the sky is big. These feelings can't be quantified. And I think that when you realize that what you're feeling is completely natural, I think that stopping yourself from trying to put a number to something and just allowing yourself to feel, I think that it's eventually going to help you. Because, I mean, let's face it, Frenchie, things could be a hell of a lot worse. Let's come from a dead guy. Funny you should say that. Been telling myself that as well. I think while Wilhelm was giving them that very nice pep talk, <laughs> they uncross their arms and they put their hands on the skull, like you would with a cat in your lap. Yeah. Just like, you know, one hand on either side. Yeah. Just, you know, it's there, it's comforting. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they sit for a few moments and finally Wilhelm goes, I know at the start things were kind of. You know, touch and go. You know, we didn't really know what we were going to do. 
you didn't especially. I mean, you've always looked out for me. And I, I, when before you, you, you gifted me with this, uh, magic doohickey that lets me float around. I mean, I was entirely de- dependent on you to, to get around and do anything really. But, uh, you know, space is limitless. You know, we're wandering, we're trying to find Kelimvor and we find a needle in the biggest haystack possible. And I think that, and don't take this the wrong way, Finchie, but I think one of your greatest opponents is, uh, is yourself. I think that intellect is both a gift and a curse. And when you're as smart as you are, Finchie, you're your own worst enemy. But the good news is that whether you want to be alone or not, there's people around here that want to help you as much as you want to help them. They might be terrible at showing it. They might not have the right words. They might not really even respond the right way. But the fact of the matter is, everything we've done up until this point since we left Event Horizons, Finchie, is it's been a net positive. We've helped people. We've saved people. And we've made some pretty good friends, I think. And I think that, uh, especially from your standpoint and knowing what I know about you, I think the hardest thing right now isn't so much that you're scared of, of everything that's happened out there. I think that you're struggling to cope with the fact that you're not alone. And that puts you under a whole new level of scrutiny that you yourself are kind of guilty of yourself. I'm almost upset how well you can read me. I think Finch sits quietly for a few more moments. Wilhelm, I suppose you're right. I I mean, before I met you, really all I ever had was Phoebe. I had a few acquaintances growing up, but no one I had ever really considered a friend. Maybe it's time I run this by someone. We'll start with you. Can I show you something? Yep, can you show me anything, Finchie? All right, now don't get any weird ideas. Alright. All my weird ideas are leaving my head. Good. Bye, weird ideas. Goodbye, weird ideas. Oh, that one, that one had wings. Get out of here. No one wants you. So Finch will sit up and they'll reach out and they'll set the skull back on their nightstand. Mm-hmm. And they will, they'll stand up from their bed and they're wearing their pajamas because they're uh-huh. just, you know, depressed and wearing their pajamas. I mean, relatable. Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they've already told him once not to get any weird ideas, so... They take him at his word. The weird ideas have flown out of his head. Yep. They wiggle out of their pajama pants. Mm-hmm. They're still wearing their underwear, obviously, but that doesn't really matter. <laughs> so in the middle of both of Finch's thighs is just a line of really nasty, red, unhappy scar tissue. Okay. Front and back, it's there. Mm-hmm. Front and center. Wilhelm. Try as I might, I can't make this go away. Wilhelm is refraining, obviously, no weird ideas. Wilhelm is, knows that any snarky comment will not make Finch feel better. So Wilhelm is quiet for a moment. And Wilhelm goes, Now, Finchie, I hate to break it to you, but you can't make scars go away. I know you're a changeling, and that's something that you're used to. But it doesn't matter, even if Scars eventually heal. They're always there somewhere. They're always going to be a part of you. That's how you grow. That's how you learn. So the sooner you realize that those are there to stay, the sooner they'll start to heal on their own. Ah, Finchie, I wish I could take them away from you. I do. 
No one wants to see people they care about have scars. It's the worst thing in the world. But, well, if you're going to ask someone about scars, I think if there's one person, it's Lady Galva. I think she knows a thing or two about scars. Maybe. And because it's weird for them to stand in the middle of their room with no pants, they pull their pants back up. <laughs> I, I think while you're doing that, Wilhelm says, Finchy, I'm sorry. I wish there was something more I could have done. I wish there was something I could do. I, I wish there was something I could do for you now. But at this point, moving forward is you got to do it on your own two feet. And as much as I know, you got your, your safe space, you got your books. The universe is bigger than that, Finchy. You got to move forward. You won't have to do it alone. I'll be with you every step of the way until I pass on. But you want to know something? If I were to pass on tomorrow, I wouldn't be worried about you because you got some good friends. I have found some good friends. And I'm probably going to regret saying this. Um, but if you were to pass on tomorrow, I'm not sure what I would do. Even though he doesn't have a face, per se, you can tell that like he's smiling. Mm-hmm. And he says, we never know when, uh, how we're going to deal with, with the loss of someone we care about until it happens. But you've taught me a lot about death. And I know, and it is my sincerest wish, that when my time finally comes and I, I pass on like I'm meant to, that you see me off with a smile. Well, these days I feel like I can't promise much of anything, but... Um... I do think I'll, I'll be able to manage that, just not tomorrow. No. Oh. Well, good news. I didn't buy a ticket for tomorrow, so. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. And I think, actually, Finch will pick the skull up, and they'll kind of cradle it in both their arms. They can't really hug it, because it's a skull, yeah. but um, yes. it's as close as they can get. I think when you do that, Wilhelm goes, ah, come on, Finchie, enough with this mushy crap. Come on. Come on. I'm a, I'm a badass. You're not, you're not supposed to be doing this. Come on. You're embarrassing me. Who is there to be embarrassed in front of? Uh, you know, other spirits. This place is haunted, okay? Booga, booga, booga. Yes, it's it's haunted by you. You are you yes. are the haunting spirit. Yes. Finch will, will let the skull go because he's clearly uncomfortable. Yeah. But, look, uh, joking aside, uh, I think the rest of the crew is uh, going to be up to something soon. I'm sure that they want to know how you're doing. Why don't you go out and, uh, why don't you go out and say hi? And... I think he's going to float up out of your arms and float behind you, and you're going to feel his forehead push against, like, between your shoulder blades. Like, he's pushing you towards the door. All right, all right, let me get dressed. Let me put on some actual clothes. Ah, uh, this place is like home. They wouldn't blame you if you walked around in your pajamas. Right, but I would rather not be walking around in my pajamas. All right, all right. Well, look, I'll be out, and uh, when you're ready... Why don't you come on out? I'll be out. Just me a few minutes. All right. Take your time, Finchie. And he's going to hop on his Roomba again and start to putter out through the door. And before he gets to the door, he is, he is going to stop and, and kind of look your way and be like, uh, look, I know what we talked about was kind of heavy and whatnot, and uh, I hope I wasn't overstepping any of my boundaries. Not at all, Wilhelm. If I had to hear it from anyone, you would have been my number one pick. Yeah, I'm number one. I'm number one. <laughs> and he start, then he starts to roll out. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, when he opens the door, there is the smell of cookies baking that comes through. Oh my god. 
They are baiting out the rest of the crew. Finch's stomach growls when they smell the cookies because, like, they've been <laughs> holed up in their cabin. They've been trying to just, like, keep to themselves. They haven't been eating much. Right. It's time for cookies. As you do when you're dealing with upsetting things. Yes. Mm-hmm. They haven't had much appetite. So, yeah. So, uh, what does Finch find when they finally emerge? So, Ao's got the entire uh, common room set up, probably with Moot's help. Yes. The TV's on with all the news and stuff, but it's turned down really low, so it's like more background noise than anything else. There's some comfy chairs all arranged in like a circle sitting room kind of area close together in the center of the room. Mm-hmm. There's a coffee table with all the cookies, and there's a couple pots of tea. Don't ask where she got the uh, teapots. Honestly, it probably looks a little bit like a tea party. I'm... Yeah. Now that there's cookies and tea out. That's fine. There's also like a, a smaller plate of cookies set by the door with a fan pointed on it just to get the smell out, out to the rest of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Galva's bringing out like another plate. There's probably a couple kinds, but one of them is definitely like those checkerboard icebox cookies that appear in every anime. Of course. Mm-hmm. Also, she's wearing an apron. <gasps> Precious. Because that's what you're supposed to do while you're baking so you don't get flour all over your clothes. Does she have like a smudge of chocolate on her cheek or something? I'm rolling for it. Okay. <laughs> it was taking pictures of the of the spread. Yeah, maybe a little. Okay. Well, it it looks like you two have been busy. A little bit. I thought we could do something nice for everybody, since it's been a rough couple days. The festival was fun, but it really didn't feel like much of a festival. So, might as well celebrate a bit now. Right, yes, it was sort of rushed, unfortunately. I think Finch kind of, like, they stand awkwardly in place for a moment or two, but the siren song of those cookies is too strong to ignore. <laughs> they dip into one of the chairs and dig in. They grab a cookie. There is, a, like, a selection of blankets and pillows next to in the all the chairs and sofas. There's a canister of hot chocolate mix if you don't want tea. Full-on tea party slumber party, damn. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We gotta do what it takes to get you guys out of your shells. Tea is an acceptable beverage if there is no coffee available. Yeah, Finch helps himself to some tea and cookies. Now the question of the hour is, uh, is Elias tempted by the smell of cookies? I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Roll for cookies. Does he smell the cookies? Nah. Yeah, do you want to roll perception? Not really. Okay. Fine. Wow. Bye, plot hook. Captain hates us. You heard it here first, everyone. Yeah, fuck you guys. Wow. No, I just kind of expected Ant to like, okay, we've weaseled everyone else out. Elias is just doing his own thing. Oh yeah, I mean, what what is Elias up to? What is Elias doing right now? You know what? Ant was talking about him flopping around like a fucking cat, but I think what he's been doing is he's in his fucking room, right? Okay. And he's got like a Pepe Silvia wall up. <laughs> okay. He's trying to, like, where could my crew be, but also, what were those robots, but also this and this, and he's just fucking conspiracy theory one wall on his room, like, completely out. Okay. Just trying to solve mysteries and shit, like a Scooby-Doo. Alright, you know, pretending to be productive. No. <laughs> Thinks he's being productive. You know what, let's do this. So, while you're doing that, you will hear a knock at your door, Elias. Okay. He doesn't hear it. He's not paying attention. Fuck you. More knocking. <laughs> okay. What? All right, what? Who's it? And then you just hear over the speakers, It's me, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> you knocked 
on my door and then called me on the what? I, just come in. What do you need? So Moot appears in the room. I've got to open the door. You previously scolded me for entering without letting you know, so I knock from now on. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. I feel like maybe I'm sending you mixed signals. You are. It's very unsettling. Yeah, I do that. Um, what do you, what do you want? What you, what's up? How's the things? Oh, everything is fine. All right. You haven't plotted a course, so we're just sort of flying around. And Moot's gonna look around and sees your Peppy Sylvia wall and says, Ah, you've become a conspiracy theorist. Become? <laughs> you don't know me too well. That's a joke. No, because you never talk about yourself. I don't. I think since he doesn't know what the fucking Felforged are called, he's probably, like, tried to draw them from memory. Okay. And, like, torn the pages out of his sketchbook, and they're up on the wall. Okay. <laughs> it's just, like, strings just going everywhere, as if he knows what he's fucking doing. Okay. Amazing. So, yeah, I think Moot's gonna look at it and say, Captain, what is the significance of all of these strings? Uh, I'm trying to link things, but I've had a hard time keeping track of it. So I figure if I put up the strings on them, I can point the thing to that other thing. And then you see this over here? This one? This, like, news article? Yes. And it's, like, linked back over here to this thing? Well... Ah, I see. Those could be related, but I'm not sure. That's why that string is pink. You're trying to correlate information. That's a word for it. So I think Moot's gonna look at the wall. <laughs> Alright. It's a fucking mess. And Moot scans it in. And then an exact holographic duplicate of the wall appears in hard light space that you can just, like, manipulate. Oh, neat. And Luke says, will this make things easier? Yeah, I could have just fucking done that the whole time. Yes, you didn't ask. <sighs> I've got, like, a headache. Oh, I'm sorry. Would you like me to get you some medicine? No, it'll pass. Oh, oh my god. I guess that was in character. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I've been working at it real hard. <laughs> oh, man, so tired. No. Yeah, real good talk. Permission to speak freely, Captain. No. <laughs> okay. Moon <laughs> <laughs> starts heading for the door. All right. Oh, wait, did you need something? No, not in particular. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you were all right, but since you're unwilling to engage, I will make myself scarce. Oh, I mean, I'm fine, but all right, uh, whatever you want to do. Very well, Captain. I'm just in my conspiracy mood. And Moot just passes through the door. All right, bye. And then it opens and closes. Okay, <laughs> 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 I, I think at that fucking slide is gonna pop his head out. Like, fucking Moot, look, all right, look. Either pass through the door or open the door and walk through it like people who with legs do. Which do you... Ugh, and he closes the door. Okay. Oh, wait, is he? <laughs> 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 like, he opens yes. it again. Sorry, what? Uh, sorry. I, uh, I'm a little frazzled, I think. Yes, I can see that. Not enough coffee. Your heart rate appears to be higher than normal. Definitely need more coffee. I do not think caffeine is the answer. Uh, why? Because caffeine elevates your heart rate. Yeah, crazy. Yes. I'm not sure why this is a conversation topic. Uh, <laughs> well, you were the one talking about my heart rate. Uh, Alright, no coffee then. Very well. Alright, you know what? I've decided go ahead and say the thing you were going to say earlier, because now I just feel stupid. Chasing you into the hallway and having a stupid conversation. Are you sure? Yeah. It is not necessarily important. It is just an observation on my part. Observe me. Go ahead. Witness. I do. Every day. Yeah. Fucking creepy, <laughs> isn't it? Unendingly. Stop. Stop it now. Don't make me change my mind. Why do you do these things? 
because it makes you uncomfortable, and that's amusing to me. Yeah, well, I'm glad you've you've developed a sense of humor. Yes, it's very weird. Yeah, tell me that thing. It appears more of the parts that you find that I integrate with are giving me more outlook and more human-like behaviors. Yeah, next one's going in the toilet. I would appreciate it if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Although. I suppose it doesn't really matter. The toilet the is, toilet part, is of me, part of you. And I could just assimilate it from the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this conversation. <laughs> Please ask me the thing or observe Very well. the I, thing I, I, that you were going I, to observe. I, Shut up and say <laughs> the thing you were going to say before I interrupted you. Captain, I believe you're on a self destructive path. Uh, I haven't even cast Fireball in like a week. That's not what I meant. That is not. That's how I choose to interpret that. There are many other ways to destroy yourself without using Fireball. I haven't had that much alcohol lately, either. I should change that. There are more than two ways to destroy oneself. Let's see. Fireball I haven't done. Alcohol I haven't done. Uh, I don't know where my stapler's at. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> this is our captain. Yep. <laughs> captain, forgive yeah. me if I'm being presumptuous, but... Whatever happened on Chandra appears to have affected your mind. Are you fucking... No, dude, I'm always like this. That's not what I mean. And you you literally can't deny that. I am always like this. Yes, but it has become more egregious. Well, you know, these things happen. Not naturally, no. Usually there is some form of catalyst. A catalyst that I believe that you, like the rest of the crew, encountered on Chandron. Alright. That's nobody's goddamn business. I suppose it isn't, but... I would be remiss if I did not say that the crew is worried about you. Eh. Wow. 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 They'll be fine. It is not their safety that they are concerned with, and it is that not their safety that I am concerned with at the moment. Elias. Uh, uh, that, or... you, did you just call me a captain? Elias, for better or worse, I'm a bitch. I chose you because I wanted you to help me find out who I am. Okay. Like it or not, we are all together in this endeavor. And, quite frankly, I have come to enjoy our company. Oh, that's sweet. As such, I do not wish to see you destroy yourself any further. I have noticed that for the last few days that you have become increasingly restless and more irate. Whatever it is that you encountered on Chandra that has affected you so deeply, I believe that it would be in your best interest to, as they say, let it out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting mouthy. Love that. Yes. Uh. I'll decide what I want to say and what I don't. I have recently discovered what the internet is, and don't. there's many people on there. No, don't. It is too late. I forbid it. As your captain, I forbid you to use the internet. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all right. Mouthy ship. All right, so Moot turns to leave and then stops and says, I apologize if I overstepped my boundaries. I am aware I am just your ship. No, you're, you're like a fancy AI friend. Yes. Friendship! <laughs> you are friendship. You're my friendship, get it! Ah! Moon says, Yes, you are my friends, Elias, whether you are my captain or not, and I wish that you would take better care of yourself. And they will disappear after that. And then I'll just keep talking in the hallway. I'm fucking. I di Listen, I just did my laundry like an hour ago. What else do you want from me? I'm being an adult! <laughs> yeah, so with that, now that you're out of the hallway, Moon has disappeared and you smell. Fucking cookies. Okay. <laughs> I think he stands there and debates real hard because on one hand he's totally onto something with his fucking conspiracy wall. 
for sure. Definitely not. He, he can now easily manipulate because because magic in space. But also, it smells like a cookie. It does smell like a cookie. It smells like multiple cookies. All right, I'm gonna roll a dice. I'm gonna roll a dice, Ann. Okay. Um, what should I roll? Do I give a fuck about these cookies or not? Um, roll me a will save. Will. Uh, wisdom? Oh, yeah, wisdom. Duh. We'll save okay. Wisdom. wisdom. I only add one to that. Uh, rolled a seven, so eight. Um, they smell like really good cookies. Yeah, they smell like really good cookies. And, I mean, your wall isn't going anywhere. It's literally part of the ship. It's, it's my wall. And now I've got a second one that I can bring with me because it's magic. You can. So, okay, I think he'll he'll fucking venture forth and find out why the fuck it's time for baking. Not that he's complaining because free cookies. It's cookie time. Yeah. Cookie time. Cookie time. Okay, I arrive. I think Zelias would walk in on the door that has the plate of cookies with the fan pointed at it. Yeah. Just pointedly sending the smell throughout <laughs> the ship. Okay. I think he looks down at this fan, at the plate of cookies. He looks up to see all you fucking guys. What are you doing? Eating cookies. Okay. Baking cookies. I pick up the plate from the floor. <laughs> I say, thanks, all right. And then I turn around and I walk away. It goes to stop him. Oh, I need these. I need these cookies. Where are you going? You're flying. Hey, why don't you come sit down a bit? We're running one of our stories. Is it one I've already seen like seven times? Because I've already seen it like seven times. There's new developments. Uh, well, what, what else could there possibly be? Come on, let's go sit down. I'm going to roll insight. On AO in D and D, I'm gonna roll deception. Roll a dice. Okay. I rolled a unnatural twenty. I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> Are you plotting on me, girly? What if I am? Well, you could probably kick my arse inside out. So there's really nothing I can do about it. All right, fine. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're made of terror, and I don't want to fireball my ship in half. So all right, I'll come watch the telly with you. And I stuff two cookies in my mouth at once so I don't have to talk. Okay. That's the sound he makes. Eating okay. cookies with those shark teeth. Alright, so you guys have managed to gather after three days. After yep. And like two hours. Like a family, you are now in the same room. Mm -hmm. Eating cookies. So uh, you, you the whole crew's together. How's this go? I think once everyone's on the couch, once Ao has successfully coerced Zelias at least onto a couch, Threatened. Threatened. Same thing. She didn't want to, but uh, that's just how it played out. It's Elias. You gotta force your hand sometimes. It's fine. So I think she'll fly up to address everyone. Well, uh, there's been a few days since we left, and I'm just not gonna beat around the bush here. I think we need to uh, discuss in a little more detail what happened there. I think it would be best for all of us to get that out on the table. Because, uh, not gonna lie, it's been a bit awkward these past couple days. So, I'm thinking we could start with, uh, what exactly happened in the temple once we passed it? That weird blackout thing. If we want, I could say what I saw first, and then we can go around the table and, you know, share that, see if we can, I don't know, help each other. That's not the right word for it. Just be there to listen, I think. Because I think that's what we all need right now. Sure, all right, I'm game. Let's do it. Family therapy session, let's go. It's probably for the best if we do. Uh, question. 
Yes. What if I don't want to? You want to see how fast your head can hit the floor? I dare you. Ava starts slowly going towards Elias. Double dog dare ya! Galva, shall we make some popcorn? <laughs> I, I already made cookies. We should stop this. I'm debating <laughs> whether or not Wilhelm would actually step in here. I'm, uh, let's see what spell I'm preparing. God. Thunderwave. <laughs> um, Getting ready to cast that. Alright, alright, let's everybody please calm down. If the captain doesn't want to talk about his feelings, he doesn't have to. We're all adults here. I didn't, she didn't say feelings. She said, let's talk about the thing that you saw in the temple. That's not my feelings. Well, clearly you have some feelings about what happened. Otherwise, you wouldn't be so reticent. Maybe they're private feelings. That's possible and perfectly acceptable. All right, then. All right, then. So it is feelings. Well, no, it was a, an event. Well, yes, but you said it's private feelings that... Yeah, well, do you know what the key word there is, babe? Private. I'm just saying, you said it wasn't. Never mind. Does it matter? It might. It was just quietly face palming. (laughs) Ayo, Captain's being mean today. (laughs) (laughs) He's a cranky boy. Drag him out here, you force feed him cookies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how? Force feed him cookies? (laughs) If he doesn't want them, he can put them down. The two ladies already eaten like five of them. Force feed him cookies as he's cramming them in his face. Here, help me get more in. <laughs> hey, Captain, why don't you have some more cookies? Would you like some tea or hot chocolate? Uh, tea would be lovely. Right, here you go. Finch will prepare the crinkly boy some tea. Just distracting him so Ao can get on with it. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, since this was my idea, I'll go first to open up the floor. But after uh, we stepped in, I thought it looked like my old master. His name was Jewel Ken. When we were training, he would always uh, not only spar physically, but he would also, you know, we would talk while we are doing that. Something about, you know, strengthening both body and mind and soul or something like that. But that's the sort of training I got roped into when we went into the temple. The blank white void with him, he's wailing away on me. That sounded bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, please continue. It's all right. He was, I suppose, punching and kicking you. Yeah, that's the sort of mental image that brought up. So I think you're doing it correctly. Picturing a guy wailing, like stabbing a whale. Wailing on the moon. Ah! Aha! I don't think it was that kind of wailing. No, uh, he was uh, accusing me of uh, of not knowing what I want, of like who I am. Which I mean, he was he's right, really. Uh, so, before getting arrested, I suppose, I didn't really have much uh, agency, much choice in what I was doing. I was essentially being groomed to be a politician, so everything was pretty much decided for me. Like, after we escaped, and that was gone, I just didn't quite know what to do with myself. I, I still don't, honestly. But I think... I think what that vision was trying to say was that I need to be a little more proactive in finding it, what it is, what I want to do, who I want to be, how I want to present myself out here. Because now there's nothing holding my hand, there's nothing telling me what to do. I mean, outside of you all, obviously, but 
honestly, I think continuing to do things with you is just what I want to do right now. Because it's a, the first time I've ever really made a choice for myself, you know? That's certainly um, a big choice for your first one. But it suits you, I think. There's probably worse choices you can make. I mean, the very first choice I really made was killing the warden. That still haunts me. That is that. That sucks. But you did a damn good job. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, right, wrong thing to say. The Finch what reaches over and puts a hand on Ao's shoulder. Oh no! But I mean, I guess thank you for being here with me and putting up with me, especially this. I might have been a little bit forceful getting this together, but a little bit. I, I think we all need it. I mean, free cookies. Sometimes some things need to be forced. Yeah, that's pretty much the gist of what I saw and what I think it meant. Everyone just kind of sinks back into the couch like, don't pick me, don't pick me. (laughs) (laughs) So who wants to go next? Not it. I don't really, but I suppose I will just to get it over with. That's a spirit. That's a spirit. No, that's Wilhelm. Ah, uh-huh. see what you did there. Did you? Yeah, the background. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I um, I didn't have quite as interesting a time. Um, I just saw myself and talked to myself, which isn't terribly unusual. That's just something that happens on a normal day. <sighs> Talked around in circles for a bit. Um, just, you know, going over the usual questions that I wake up every morning asking myself, what am I doing here? How did I get here? How can I get out of this? None of these questions have answers, of course. Um, well, I mean, it was all pretty cut and dry. I wound up concluding that, if nothing else, relying on my instincts has served me fairly well. It's kept me alive so far. Um, so I decided to continue doing that. That's it. That's my story. It wasn't very exciting. I'm sorry. Hmm? I mean, it's kept us alive, too, so you've got that. That's a good point. And also, for what it's worth, that is very important to me, keeping you three alive. Yeah, we, we all would have been dead several times over if it weren't for you. Thank you. That's true. That is true. I would have been dead at least four times. At least four. At least. Uh, you know, I've lost track of a fucking count. I don't know, how many times have you cast Fireball? Uh, <clears throat> let's see. The first time I didn't do it at myself, but then like two Fireballs later I did uh, three? Or five? Well, it's been three on yourself. Yeah, all right, yeah, that makes sense. But to give you credit, you didn't cast it on yourself once the entire time we were on Chandran, so that's some improvement. I'm doing it myself at education. I appreciated that. Good. I'm glad you did. Awkward pause. A little bit. Finch picks up their tea. They take a nice long drink. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Should I go next then? Okay, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I saw an elemental. It called me a coward, and I punched it. That sounds awesome. I, I mean, it was it was a decent punch, but um. I think it was trying to tell me to um, allow myself to get angry more, so I took that as 
a good cue to um, get angry at it. And I guess it works because I was able to make it through that. Mm. Galva eats another cookie. As you do. So, Galva, uh, you said that Elemental called you a coward? Yes. Do you have any idea why that would be? So it was call me a coward for trying to control myself by not engaging with the things that make me upset rather than um, doing that and managing to not become a disaster in the process, I guess. Out of character, I know that's not super helpful. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. We understand. In character, still trying to nail that five charisma. No, six charisma. It's six now. I should be making her so much more eloquent. She manifests like a monocle in a top hat, God. a smoking jacket. God, no! <laughs> what I'm getting is, you'd say you're afraid of sharing feelings, of having feelings? I would say having more than sharing, it's easier to stop yourself from getting too upset if you just stop yourself from getting upset. He looks a little annoyed, by the way, by the fact that she has to explain it like this. Finch is nodding. They get you, Galva. Like, why do we even have emotions, guys? Like, who decided this? Who voted on this? I know, right? I didn't vote for it. Uh, I mean, I think I know where you're coming from, but I, I'll be honest, I've never really been the greatest at keeping emotions down. But I do know how feeling them too hard can cause issues. I, I actually tend to think I'm fairly good at it. Apparently, the giant spirit elemental disagreed, so... But punching it did feel pretty good, so there's that. I think maybe it's just telling you to be willing to express yourself more. I mean, it doesn't just have to be anger, it can be other emotions too. You're allowed to feel those. Galva kind of is like looking off to the side like, God damn it, we're having this conversation again. I just punched an elemental over this. Why do I have to go through it again? That was practice. This is the real thing. Thank you. It's... Listen, I... She looks up to the side like she she's warning Moot don't show up and say shit. She's like, I assure you that I'm fine. I... This isn't my first time dealing with this. Waits to see if anyone believes her. But I also know that dealing with emotions isn't a one-and-done thing. Right. It's, it is a process. I do actually know what I'm talking about. He insists. Listen, it is dealt with. I punched it. I'm feeling better. So, Captain, what was your vision like? Uh-oh. Ah, passing the book before Ao can ask more questions. Like I said, she's dealt with this before. She knows that the easiest way to get out of it is to pass the buck. I was going to have to corner her on this later. They will remember this. You could try. I think Zelias replies by stuffing more cookies into his fucking mouth. Nom, nom, nom. I can't talk. My mouth's full, you know? It's rude. He shrugs like, oh. Mm. I mean, Zelias obviously looks like he does not want to fucking talk. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> He's like... He's not feeling this powwow, man. So, actually, Galva, I mean, you do know something that Elias can do now. That's right! 
Yeah, but that's nobody's fucking business. Except she knows about it. It's too late. It's gonna be their business. I mean, you obviously had some wild things happen in whatever happened in yours. I mean, you were able to do the the healing after. Wait, what? He just shrugs real big like, uh-uh. Magic, I can do. I can do magic. I'm, I'm sorry, he was able to what? I had a hole in my ribs right here and he cured it. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of happened. You did? Yeah. Weird. Can you do it again? I mean, I, can I do it again? Well, probably. Hey, someone go get hurt real quick. Punch me in my fucking face. Like, do something. I completely... Uh, what am I gonna heal if there's nothing to heal? Goofy. That was a stupid question. Stupid. I don't mean that. You're not stupid. You're very smart. Wow. Defensive. I see. I'm not defending nothing. Mm-hmm. 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 What is there to defend? Distraction tactics. All right. So I think Ao looks around for some object. <laughs> yes. Don't the common room. What would there be in the common room? Chair. Board games. Spatula. For the cookies. I have all kinds of like random furnishings. Like you, there's. I mean, maybe there's a glass bottle you can break. Jesus. <laughs> Use it as a shank. It's like an empty wine bottle that we never threw away. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh boy, perfect, we're gonna about perfect time for a bar fight, I guess. God. It like smashes it on something and just stabs herself a little bit with it. Ah! Oh. Uh, uh, but she's I, like I was joking. Why would you do that? But I wanna see. Oh my god, you crazy woman. Alright, let me see if I can remember how to make this thing do a thing. Uh and then uh, I guess he's gonna cast whatever that fucking spell was. Cure wounds. That's the one. I don't have it pulled up right now. How does it work? Just touch someone and cure them. Yeah. Okay, I do that. Uh, I roll dice. It's real good. You get all your HP back. Real committed, Rio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a card for it, Ant. I'm, I'm de- fucking addicted to these goddamn spell cards. <laughs> so, because you don't have a card for it, you're just like, <laughs> yeah! Hey, I broke a heal! Uh, you know what I got off Google, though? Yeah. 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 How many hit points did you take off of yourself? Uh, roll a d8. Okay, I need a d8. Roll some dice. You barely roll any dice tonight, guys. I know. Yeah, whose fault is that? Yours. Ours. I know, right? See if he has to paying attention. Okay. We can still roll some dice. If we get the captain to open up. I mean, we did do a perception check earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three. So, I guess she took three damage. Okay. I mean, I rolled a six plus my spellcasting modifier, which is four, so... Hey, you didn't have to roll shit. You get ten fucking uh, hit points back. You feel real good. Oh, wow, that worked. Yeah, it did. Um, weird, isn't it? You had a vision, and now you can cast Cure Wounds. I didn't have a vision about, like, getting magical healing powers, though. What was the vision about? I don't know. Yes, you do. I mean, maybe I do, but also, I don't know. So, alright, I'll I'll describe the setting, because it was a little bit fucked up. So, I'm in the white void, right? Yes, the white void. And right off the bat, I realized, well, this is some fakey fake horse shit. This is some, I'm hallucinating the white void. So I just sat down. I was like, alright, I'll just let whatever happens happen, you know? As I do. Um, and then, and then like the next minute, um, there's my fucking missing crew is just all standing around, being useless as they usually are joke they're very good at being useful uh that sounded weird um 
And it was almost like they were trying to give me a pep talk and actually had a difficult time following it because I was just kind of pissed off and kind of maybe, maybe freaking out a tiny bit because, you know, that was fucked up. But like in the back of my mind, I'm like, ah, you know, it's all fakey, fake bullshit. But, you know, they got into my head like a something that gets into your head, like a song, right? Like one of them earworms, except not like that at all. That doesn't make any damn sense. Anyway, then all the kobolds were like, you, what, what the fuck? Kobolds? Uh, I've kobolds. Got like, kobolds, yeah, on my crew. They're like, memetics. And they were like, oh, Captain, why haven't you found us? I'm like, fuck it, you're not real. You're like a hallucination. It doesn't make sense. And uh, then they were like, but what if we're dead? I'm like, well, that would kind of be, well, I'm just wasting my time if you're all dead, aren't I? So, uh, you know, I'm really not good at this. I'm not sure what the message was that I was supposed to take away from that. I mean, I think based on what Theron told us about Saloon and what we all experienced, I think a lot of what happened in the temple might have been like doubts that we've had in our own head. Maybe. I mean, they did say that they were worried that if they're not here for me, that I'm going to just blow myself right to shit. And you know what? They're not wrong. They're not wrong. <laughs> You've done it three times since I've known you. I've done it three times. Maybe that's why I learned how to heal, because now I can just heal myself when I blow myself up. Ah, how useful. If you go unconscious, you can't. Mmm, true. Alright, you got me there. Anyway, that's all that happened. Can I roll insight on that? I'd like to roll insight as well. I'm gonna roll deception. Yeah, luck, motherfuckers. roll some deception. Okay. <laughs> oh. Rio's giggling, so my insight's probably not gonna cut I rolled it. a very good number, and I get to add a seven. Oh, I rolled a mediocre number and I had a 7. 25! I also got a 25. Oh, I rolled a 17. 25 off! What do we do in that situation? I rolled an 11. Aw. Galva's not insightful. Aw, Galva. I think, Galva, you're just assuming that if there was more, then maybe it's not important. Finch, I think you think you know Elias enough to be like, even if there was more, it probably doesn't have any bearing on this if, if he's not talking about it. Mm-hmm. He did say it was private. And, yeah, Zelaya saw something else. Because, honestly, the correlation between being able to heal mm -hmm. and, you know, his crew might be dead, it, it's not there. I'm also thinking that just because of the fact that he, that Zelaya is being so cagey about it, yeah. like if it was just his crew, he probably wouldn't be that cagey. Right. Probably not, no. He'd probably dedicate more time to bitching about the kobolds. Probably. They sound fascinating. Somehow three of them fit into one trench coat. They're quite small. They're quite small, yeah. Uh, are you telling me your medic was three kobolds in a trench coat? Three kobolds in a trench coat, and the fourth kobold was their assistant? Their brothers, uh, Hubert, Dubert, Lubert, and Boobert were their names. Oh, their parents must not have liked them very much. Not very much. No, well, that's why they're pirates. Is that a kobold thing? Do they name themselves like that? I don't know, I'm not a kobold, I have no idea. But, but you knew Kobe They introduced one. themselves to me as those names, and I called them that. Unless they were all in the trench coat, and then they were... I tried to make, like, an amalgamation of the three names who of the ones in the trench coat. Didn't work, so they just became Big Bert. Well, that's descriptive. <laughs> Gets the job done. Because they were a bit bigger in a trench coat. So yeah, that's all I got. I think Aeon does know that something's up, but at the same time, she can't really find a thread to pull at this moment. Cool. Especially because he's being just so cagey about it. Yeah, yeah, eh? I would say that's a fair assessment. So I, I think she's going to have to let it drop for the moment, but she will remember this. Good. Remember Same with it. Galva. She's going to remember a lot of things. 
you won't learn diddly fuck. AO will return. Yep. Set you on fire, butch. To be continued. I mean, let's be real, though. How many people have, like, one session of therapy and they're like, I'm better, I'm cured. Yeah. That's true. Elias, right now, he's fine. Joking. Gotta work on it. He's gonna be so sick later from all those cookies. Yeah, he's, he's eaten, like, ten of them already. Oh, he, God. He just, he just doesn't want to talk, and so he's trying to just fill his mouth with cookies. Maybe he won't talk to him, but it's not working. So he's, like, he's gone through, like, half a plate just by himself because his fucking plan is bad. Kid. He's bad at plans. <laughs> he's bad at plans. But yeah, AO now has a new goal. Get these assholes to open up more. Well, Good luck. Good luck, everybody else. I think Calvin's like, looking at this, like, man, the captain really likes my cookies. Yeah, they're fucking good. <laughs> I bet they're super good. Gotta make these more often. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make them cookies. Mm, nom nom. Alright, well. Well, um, now that we're all here together, if I may shift the topic slightly... Do we have a plan for where we're going or what we're going to do next? Because if we don't, maybe we should figure that out. Yeah, we probably should, huh? Yeah, no, that would be kind of a great idea. I just figured a couple of days off to kind of just relax a bit after all that goofy horseshit with the fishmen uh, was deserved. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, what are our options? I mean, I would like something that would make more money. We are still... We seem to be perpetually in need of funds. Maybe it's because we keep spending money on goofy bullshit. And potions. I need to restock the med bay again. Oh, well. Actually, uh, Galvin and I were talking. Okay. Because truck guns still need repairs and there's other things that Galvin wants to do. I was thinking, find an auto shop. Like one of the big chain ones. Uh-huh. And just rob it. Uh <laughs> like, take stuff. Oh, you are settling into the pirate life very well, I see. Because, I mean, like we wouldn't have to pay for it, and we'd have the tools. It would be a really convenient way to get a lot of things that we need very quickly. And we'd get the guy on duty fired for doing his job poorly. Which just seems mean, but no. Well, if we go after a big chain, he probably won't care too much. It depends on which big chain, probably. We can just go to Auto Nebula. Which one has the worst reviews for customer service? I I don't really actually know. Oh, let me take a look. Oh, all right. And then I think it, it was going to pull up Google, or uh, Space Google on her phone. Google. Yeah. Google. <laughs> well, I mean, on the other hand, you're the pirate. If yeah. you were looking for some place to, to get supplies for mechanics, where would you go? What would you target? Uh, honestly? What would I target? Ant, I'm a pirate. <laughs> what would I do? I'd rob the military because fuck them. I think. I mean, honestly, the best parts you could possibly get would probably be coming from the yeah. adamantine authority. He's like, yeah, honestly, that's what I'm thinking. It's like I'd go straight to a fucking adamantine authority outpost and I just take all their shit. That's actually closer to what I was saying, but yeah, and then I'd feel less, you know, morally bad about like getting some poor little idiot fired for uh, doing his job bad. How difficult is it to raid one of their outposts with our current... With a crew of four? Hmm. I uh, don't imagine it would be easy. Unless it was a small outpost, not very heavily manned. I don't know where that would be. But I bet the DM does. Ant, let me roll. <laughs> <laughs> where would that be? Um, go ahead and roll survival. I will survive. Once you were afraid, you were petrified? That's not... No. No. 
Uh, I got a 14. So, I mean, something like that is a little difficult to place because a major outpost are usually fixed, but you wouldn't be able to do it with a crew of four. So, what you want to look for is some sort of, like, trading caravan or some sort of, like, trading vessel that is sanctioned by the Ether Council. Ah. Bound for one of these places. Oh, we're gonna fucking rob another ship. But, I mean, that's not your only recourse. It's just one of the things that jumps to mind. I mean, you could... There's plenty of other Ether Council and Adamantine Authority things across the nebula. Like outposts? Little outposts situation? Like that first outpost you guys went to... I think it was before or after Doth. I don't know. I think I did say something about outposts, like yeah. robbing an outpost. No, we went to a little colony. Yeah. Where our turtle friend lives. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So so I think with that information in mind, Elias is like, alright, well, we've got a couple of options. We can try to find a smaller outpost that, again, isn't very heavily manned, or we can try to intercept a vessel transporting stuff. Like, you know, parts and shit. I don't know. Car stuff. And, uh, you know, just blow it up and take the shit or maybe not blow it up because uh we might destroy the shit so just boredom and you know oh, are we here to rob you you know pirate stuff fight and then uh, we fight them and then they die because we're better than them and then we take their stuff and maybe the ship too maybe we can sell it for scrap maybe honestly the best pickings are either council or adamantine authority craft that maybe have suffered some type like a like maybe there was an asteroid collision and they're stranded so, like, <laughs> if you keep an eye out for, like, a distress beacon, yeah. you should be able to find, you know, probably something. Okay, yeah. So, piracy shit, I'd probably know this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. All right, so what we're gonna do is moot. Yes, Captain. Uh, put out feelers for a distress beacon from, like, an adamantine authority vessel. Of course. I'll do that right now. Sounds good. And we might not find something right away, and that's okay. We can kind of set course. I found something. A piece of shite. All right. What did you find? Wow, that was very I'm fast. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know there's more stuff you guys want to talk about anyway, but I just have Thanks, to talk to you a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, while Moot's doing that, we can set a course for just to go starting in the direction of wherever our next destination may be. Hmm. Now let's figure that hmm. out. Now let's figure that out. Uh, If looking for... Adamantine authority ships. You might want to maybe go towards one of the shipping lanes. Might be easier to find your stress signals there. Yeah, it's probably not a bad idea. So we'll steer that way. And if you're still looking for your crew, you said they disappeared near the Temple of Mistra, right? Yeah, that's right. That's an authority place. So we might want to just head there if you still wanted to look for your crew. Yeah, well, of course I want to, but I don't know how heavy the fucking authority is going to be in that area. Well, I mean... We don't have to fly right in. We could we could start to approach and see where it starts getting bad. Yeah. No, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, just kind of test the security waters. Oh wait. Yes. Oh, um, do you guys remember them? Real big robots. The Fellforged. The... Yeah, is that oh, what they're called? Is that what they're, is that called? What they're called? When did we yes. find that out? The dwarf that called them in called them that. Did he? Yes. Oh, that's the one we were shouting over, trying to interrupt his message. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it didn't work. That's oh. right. It did You know what? Work. Good try. Good try. I also tried to cut him down before he could finish speaking, but that also didn't work. It was fine. We blew stupid robots up. But speaking of the stupid robots, I feel like I've, I've seen them somewhere before. And I think it was around that same area, but I don't 
I don't remember, like, very well. Hmm. Elias, roll me a wisdom save. A wisdom save? Yeah. I'm, I'm not very wise, Ant. But I did roll an 18. Remembering this actually kind of gives you a bit of a headache. Like, you feel, like, you know when you get a migraine, you get that, like, tinge? I've never had a migraine. Oh, really? really? I don't get migraines. Well, whenever you have, have you ever had a really bad headache that, like, when you move your head a certain way, you just feel it, like... A couple like times. A, like a piercing. Like. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so you get that sort of feeling, and you just get this sort of flash. The same place you lost your crew, uh-huh. in that base, you saw a bunch of those, but they weren't operational. Okay. I think I have this realization. I have this sudden headache. And then I'm like, what? And then I go back to my Pepe Silvio wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be right back. <laughs> you just get up and run. Captain? Nope, he's gone. Did we follow him? <laughs> uh, no, stay in my room. Um. <laughs> you can. I can't. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I mean, I think considering how quickly he bailed, Galva at least would follow him up until they got, like. Yeah, no, it's fine. He probably left his door open because he's in a hurry. Stand outside his room awkwardly. <laughs> so he's. <laughs> yeah, Finch would also. I think he's got a Sharpie now. It's holographic. Why are you using a Sharpie? No, because he's using a real wall. Oh, Because okay. he forgot he has the hologram because he's a fucking <laughs> moron. He so he's gonna... got a Sharpie. And he's like, I, there's a lot of papers taped up to the wall. So he's half drawing on the papers, but half on the wall. Like, linking like this together and circling this picture here. And then, like, doing the same thing over here. And he just looks like a fucking lunatic, you guys. You're captain. What's all this? This is my wall! I can see that. Moon appears behind Ao. The captain's descent into madness. You're funny. Ha ha. Good joke you make. No, this. Those robots. I saw them here. They weren't operational, but they were there when I was here with my crew. So I think this is probably where they're manufactured. We could blow them all up and find my crew at the same time and then win double prizes. What does that mean? I don't know. Um, Two prizes. I would like everyone else but crazy ass Elias to roll survival. To <laughs> <laughs> know whether we should get away from this captain right now? Uh, fireball, baby. <laughs> God. Uh, four, I'm staying. You're so smart. <laughs> 21. 14. I feel like Finch's would be higher just because he's like. Well, honestly, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a super hard check. But Ao and Finch, two of those things almost murdered all of you. Yeah, it's pretty bad. If this is where they're being produced, yeah, no. It's a suicide mission. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah. Meanwhile, Galva's like, all right, Captain's getting pumped up for this. He must have a great plan. He's finally <laughs> animated about something. It's the first time in three days. Captain, I, I, oh, I, I, I hate to bring this down. You look so happy and enthusiastic. Um, Two of those things almost killed us. Yeah, Do you really think we have a better chance against a whole factory full of them? You know, I was thinking about that. All we gotta do is sneak in and not get seen, right? It'll be easy. Captain, our success rate at sneaking and not being seen is very low. So we'll put Galva Sorry. in the in the fart bucket. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what that's I'm called. Sorry, what did you call it? We got the magic that makes her gas, right? So I... we'll put her in the gas chamber. Whoa, oh no. <laughs> Don't do that. Alright. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say at all. <laughs> Captain. <laughs> in the bottle. Galva looks hurt and confused at this point.
Why? Captain, since apparently I'm reminding you of all of the um, the hiccups in our, our past adventures, I, I would like to remind you that we were sneaking perfectly fine until someone threw a little titty baby temper tantrum when they saw a certain dwarf. And that was what blew our cover. <sighs> okay, I, I can't argue with that one. Well, maybe he won't be there, and I won't have a titty baby temper tantrum. And we can just... I... Roll survival, everyone but Zelias. I think he's trying to rationalize, like, look, my crew's yeah. in there, I gotta get him. But also he's a fucking dingbat. Alright, I've improved. My new survival is a 7. I've also improved. <laughs> my new survival is an 18. <laughs> I got a nat 20. Hell yeah! <laughs> Thank Everyone's God for AO. It's 25. Why does Galva trust this captain so much? I don't know. I have no goddamn idea. What's wrong with Jesus, you? Jesus, sweetie pie. It's fine. He's so good. So, that is where Blackhole caught Zelias and his crew. Galva. You know for a fact that a lot of high-ranking adamantine authority tend to keep to their own quadrant of the nebula. Oh. That is almost 10,000% his territory. <laughs> I should probably roll this with advantage, shouldn't I? Yeah, probably. Rolling again, I deserve advantage. He doesn't look happy Idiot. now. I think he just looks like um, full of anxious energy. Like he's there's a thing, and he realized the thing, and he wants to go do the thing. Yeah, that works. That's now 18 survival. Yeah, the guy saved me from my goddamn self. Yeah, no, the, the three of you, I like, it sucks because you obviously all care about Zelias and you want to help him. As of right now, you do not have the resources, nor do you have anything even close to the ability. Like, even as powerful as your ship is right now, the amount of ships in that area alone will blow you out of the sky. It is an absolute suicide mission to try and go there right now. Um, yeah. Wonderful. As much as I hate to disagree with you, Captain, um, if we want to avoid that dwarf, um, we probably would need some way to get him away from there. As it is, he's going to be spending almost all of his time there. <sighs> I mean, that makes sense, yeah. No, you're not wrong. <sighs> Something else to consider. Um, if you and your crew were breaking into any sort of factory, um, after your capture, I doubt that they're still at the factory. They're probably imprisoned somewhere else. So no, that thought right, that actually that's a good point too. Um, actually, why were you breaking into the factory? Feel shit. You know, that's that should have been obvious. I I apologize. And is that why I was there? Why were you there? Feel shit, right? Uh, yeah, you were level twenty and you're cocky. I was level twenty and I was cocky and I wanted to steal shit. You want to big, big shit. mayhem and steal shit, yeah. I wanted to blow that fucker up and steal what, you know, goods I could. I will say, okay, so you probably got some intel that there was something very powerful there. Yeah, and I wanted it. Probably. And you wanted it. Because I'm a pirate. Yeah, and, and also fuck the authority. Basically, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, what I said, like, I, I was trying to steal shit, I wanted it. I'm a pirate, that's what we do. Oh, so maybe you heard about those spell forts that were there. Maybe? Uh, it, it wasn't specifically that that I heard, right? We just found that when we no. got there, Ant? Yeah, no, it was it was vague. Yeah. They said that, that basically the, the info that you got is that the Adamantia yeah. has already got their hands on something very powerful, and you're like, well, not on Zelias' fucking watch. Nope. I'm level 20, and I'm made of fireballs. Level 20? I, I shit fireballs. Oh, no. Just watch out, motherfucker. Watch out, toilet. Yeah, uh-oh. You need to be careful about your diet, man. Yeah, no. I just ate, like, 20 cookies, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah good talk guys yep 
I think everyone's just concerned about their captain right now. I, the yeah. more that Galva hits him with, like, smart, <laughs> uh, he looks a little, not dejected isn't the right word, but he just, his energy is gradually just leaving him because he's like, oh, oh, it is impossible. I am going to die. Oh, poo poo. That does actually make Finch feel a little sad to see because his energy is good. Yeah, Galva feels like a monster right now. It's suicidal and it's very stupid, but it's also good. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean we can't ever go there. We probably just need a better plan than to go in with our guns blazing. Or How many guns are on our ship? Is there more um, than one? One? <laughs> Not, yeah, one. Gun blazing. Our gun blazing. And then Ao's guns of punch. And Galva's guns yeah. of punch. And also, you're level six. And we're level six. We're level six. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna have to go level grind for like a year <laughs> and a half. We're gonna have to get like a hundred more guys and like 30 more ships, and then we got it. <laughs> no. So we have to build a fleet. Yeah. Well, that should be easy. I mean, I've got one. I just haven't contacted them yet for some reason. Perhaps we could do that. I don't know, Ant, can we? <laughs> I think you said like, did we talk about this before? I think we might not have. Either we didn't, or you said that our radio couldn't reach because they were too far out of range or some shit. Oh, yeah, they're really scattered right now. Yeah. Okay, so basically, Zelias, you being captured was really, really bad. Oh, yeah, because I'm really cool. I mean, you were a high-level, high-ranking part of this fleet. Yo-ho. If they were able to bring you down, basically, everyone else in this massive crew is like, alright, we need to figure out how they did this before we start operating, like, very strongly again. Yeah, fair enough. They're just keeping keeping low. Yeah, they're keeping they're keeping an eye on what's going on. That's cool, yeah. So, yeah, basically, they're, they're just, they're keeping low profiles, and they're seeing how, the, like, they absolutely know you broke out. I've been on the news. Yeah, and, you know, Reese is definitely filtering that information out to the other fleets. Reese is a good boy. It's just acting now would be tipping their hand too early. I feel like this is, like, a thing that Zelias would expect them to do. Yeah. Like, if a high-ranking pirate gets fucking shit-canned. This isn't out of the ordinary. This isn't like, oh, that's weird that they're off the grid. Like, Right. You know, if an entire crew was taken out, that means the fucking Adamantine Authority is playing for keeps, and they gotta figure out why. Right, right, mm -hmm. right, right, right. Okay. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> So at the end of the day, we're right back to needing more things. Yeah. This sucks. Well, I mean, we gotta make do with. Well, Being poor sucks. I hate this. Well, Space Rome wasn't built in a day. Where's Space Rome? <laughs> I don't know. Space Italy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the country of Italy floating in space. Right, well, so I think we're just back to gathering resources. Fortunately, yeah. That's just, that's where we are, so we have to, yeah. you know, work with what we have, which is nothing. So we need to get something. <laughs> so, resources. Resources. Piracy. Money. Money. Lots of money. Well, we're looking for a distress beacon or something like that. Yeah. We have that map where all the other gods were. Do you think there's another lead we could just casually head towards? Uh, I don't see why not. Yeah. Ain't gonna hurt nothing to try. Right, yes. Yeah, just so we have coordinates that aren't nothing. Yeah. Honestly, some of them are more... Some of them are gods related with crafting and other mercantile 
braids, like Gond was one of the missing gods, and he is essentially a god of smiths and crafting. There might be a lot of lucrative ventures in the same area, much like how Denier and Saloon still had their influence in the area. That is true. If nothing else, if I were a god of smiths, I would want to be somewhere that there was a lot of valuable metals. That makes sense to me. And having metals would be useful, both for using and for, you know, just selling. Mm. All right. Especially if there are, if we're going to replace the raw materials, uh, there will be adamantine authority transport ships. Yeah. Mm. Also, give me a second. Let me throw out some other options rather than the one that's obviously relevant to Galva's interests. There is also, I mean, I think that would probably be our best one, um, unless we wanted to go find. I mean, Mistra would is under authority occupation, but Mistra is um, the no-no zone. There was Azuth, the Lord of Spells, if we wanted to see about. If there's other options for expanding our magical capabilities. Um, uh, which one will get us the most money in the least amount of time? I mean, I would think that's probably Lord Wallsmith's. Unless, I mean, there's also Gods of Agriculture if we wanted to see if there's some traders that we could raid for high-value goods. Eh. I would feel bad raiding yeah. farmers. Just some average Joe trying to make a buck. I don't want to mess with them. Out of character, that's super funny since, like, spice trading was, like, one of the things that pirates loved raiding the most. Well, we're bad pirates. Yeah, we're terrible we're really pirates. Bad pir- we're like the Yakuza <laughs> version. We are to piracy as the Yakuza franchise is to Yakuzing. Actual Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's fine. It's funnier this way. Yo, pirate code, man. Don't fuck with the average Joe. He's just trying to make a buck. Feed yeah. his kids. Yeah. But what about the trading companies? Well, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. That depends. Do they give their employees good benefits, or...? It's a trading company. They're capitalist assholes. But do they give their employees good benefits? No. No. <laughs> okay. DM says no. But do they pay people money? Ah, uh, they pay them in space fun bucks. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Yeah. Company money. The fake corporate money. Oh no. I'm trying to remember, didn't a lot of new pirates like get, like, they would be from trading ships that got raided and they'd be like, yeah, yeah this sucks. And they're like, alright, do you want to be a pirate? And they'll be like, fuck yeah. And then they became pirates. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how Zelias was recruited. Just found him on a ship, like, you want to be a pirate? Sure, fuck it. Anyway. So, I mean, we might not want to raid farmers, but I imagine that any trading companies would be going in and out of a major agricultural area all the time. Plus, we could get free corn. I think there's more than just corn. There's so many other things that we could have that are more nutritionally valuable than corn. That's a joke, Doc. It's a funny joke, I said. It's not funny at all. That's what my jokes sound like. That is true. Your jokes sound like not jokes. Yeah, I'm just kind of in a weird mood right now. Give me a break. I mean, if you did want other cookies to be baked we could get some nah if i eat any more cookies i'll puke they were very good don't get me wrong but i had like a whole fucking plate all to myself you ate so many that was a mistake next time i'll try to make something that's not quite so sweet Uh, oh grilled cheese i think just to narrow down our options Mm -hmm. you either find for a temple of god or a 
temple of whatever the goddess of agriculture is. The other one. Shantae, I believe? Yeah, Shantae. Shantae. Uh, Alright. Well, I mean... Wait, she's a god, I thought she was half a genie. <laughs> <laughs> no reason she can't be both. Hey guys, video game jokes. <laughs> video game jokes! Yeah. Well, I mean, that's actually probably the next best option, rather than picking a god and praying. We, well, I mean, we could probably pick a few decent ones and then contact Reese about seeing what's in the area. And you don't have to be on the calls, Elias, if you're still not wanting to talk to him. It's fine. I mean, as long as he doesn't ask me any stupid fucking questions, it's alright. He's going to ask you stupid fucking questions. Right, well, you don't have to be on the call <laughs> if you don't want to. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't want to. I mean, I'll listen in. I'm, that's true. I am the captain, after all. I should know what's going on on my own ship. Well, it's up to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. We're in my room. Like, what do you expect us to do? I mean, you led us here. You followed me! We're your crew. We're supposed to follow you. To my own bedroom. <laughs> oh, baby. Ha ha ha! You got the um, joke. Uh, that wasn't a joke. Wasn't a joke. Unless, no. Oh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> this got uncomfortable. Uh, um, I waggle my eyebrows, but it's like, there's no life behind it. He's just like, meh. Oh. It's like poo-poo. We need, we need an adventure for our captain. He's grumpy. He's not grumpy. He's just kind of bummed. Oh, that's even worse. He needs enrichment. Adventure time. So, is there anything else you guys would like to do? I don't have anything important. I mean, out of character, Ao said there would be hugging, and I don't think we've done any of that. Yeah. Not a single fucking hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Finch needs a hug. Well, Finch hug will help. I think at some point Elias will want to talk to Finch about wacky healing magic, but right now it doesn't seem like the ideal time. Sure. Yeah, but, I mean, we were you know, trying to go for hugs, but then uh, the mood was very ruined. Sorry. Damn it. I mean, we still have a lot of not just cookies, there were some other snacks. We could just go back to the common room and hang out for a while. Yeah, out of character, I think. Ao might realize in a couple hours that she owes Galva a hug or something. Yeah. I mean, you don't have... Galva's not going to um, seek this out. She was just preparing for it, and it did not happen. That's why, out of character, I'm like, just wanted to make sure. Like, Ao just flies in out of nowhere and just latches onto her head. Big hug! Oh my god, that would be adorable. <laughs> It's a bug hug from the bug. He is a weird bug. No, just... <laughs> would she go for the head now? 50-50 shot whether you could go for the head or just like right into the titties. Wrap your limbs oh, around Jesus. her head. Although that's funny too. Just live in big boobs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you know, you guys part, you guys have this information, you know, you guys share whether you guys feel better or not. So we probably feel a little bit better. So we probably feel a little bit worse. Yeah, thanks guys. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Captain. But betrayal. So you guys decide to kind of go your separate ways. I, I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think you guys are at a, at a better point now. You're not like holding yourselves up in your room, but you are kind of doing your own individual research, trying to figure out what to do next, and you know what your next step should be. Take some inventory, things like that. Yeah, I think yeah. now that Finch has put on some clothes, they'll like spend more time in the common area. Doing okay. their own thing, but obviously they're in a common area, so right. Yeah. So people are welcome to join them. Yeah, yeah. Existing in the same space. About a about a day, day and a half later, Moot will come over the loudspeaker on the ship and say, "Excuse me, Captain. Huh? I have picked up a distress beacon. Oh, oh! I forgot we were looking for that. Great. Where the, is it? And tell me all the stuff about the thing you found. Got him." 
I'm on top of things today. It appears to be Ether Council in origin, and it's not far. Maybe, I would say, 20 minutes on our current course. All right, all right. Shall I continue? Um, yeah. Very well. Or no. Actually, let me roll a dice. Is that a good idea? We do want to do it. Yeah. I mean, you did say you wanted to find something yeah, to rob. Okay. You know what? It's probably a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Okay. It's probably a bad <laughs> idea. Let's go. That tracks for the captain, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this campaign's tagline. Yeah. So, after about 15 minutes, Moot calls you all to the bridge. I go to the bridge. Okay. I was already there. We go to the bridge. Yep. And once you all arrive, Moot appears and says, I have found the source of the distress beacon, Captain. Okay. And on a screen in front of the cockpit is displayed what appears to be a large space station. Oh, okay. And on this holographic 3D space station, there is a red ping in the center denoting the uh, distress beacon. Cool. All right. Um, are you able to tell us anything about this? This certainly isn't a trader ship. This no, looks that's... like a, the whole station. The big-ass space station. That is true, but you were looking for Ether Council craft, and it appears that this distress beacon is on an old Ether Council frequency. Oh. What I find interesting, however, is that this space station doesn't appear to be orbiting anything. So it's just hanging out? Yes. And if you'll, if you'll notice, and they'll... I will not. They'll manipulate the hologram. It appears that there has been considerable damage to this section of the hull. Alright. Maybe it's got away from whatever it was orbiting. Yeah? It is possible, but I do believe that, since we were in the market for some salvage... If this space station has enough resources, it could keep us afloat for a while. That is a good point. Hey, are you fancy enough to scan for life signs or anything like that? I can try. You're real fancy. I bet you can do it. I believe in you. I will have to get closer. Okay. Just don't get us shot up. So, a few minutes later, you guys no longer need the holographic image. You can see the space station adrift from the bridge. Mm. And there is a large section. Now, the space station is sort of oblong with long uh, panels that were used to collect solar energy. Uh One side of the hull looks like it has just been exploded out as if it were maybe attacked. Mm. It's hard to tell if if it was struck by something or if there was an explosion. But there is significant damage to one side of the hull. Cool. And as Luke flies around it, you do see, worn onto the side of the hull, is the Ether Council emblem, which mm-hmm. I don't think we've actually talked about. Oh, no. It's a circular emblem with feathery wings inside of a ring under four four-pointed stars. Oh, okay. Hmm. So the crest of the council is on there, but it's significantly worn, denoting this station's age. And after the flyby, Moot says, I have not been able to detect any life, however, the station itself is rather large. What I am able to detect is that there is breathable atmosphere, indicating that you can board without any danger. Well, I mean, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Well, I mean, look at it, it's huge, right? That could be hiding all sorts of something in there. Well, true. Maybe it's haunted. Maybe it's full of ghosts or zombies. Ugh. Well, if it's full of zombies, I have a responsibility to make it not full of zombies. That's fair. 
All right. Do we want to go on the creepy derelict ship station? Space ship station? Not yes, really, we do. But we need resources, so let's <laughs> go. Can't wait to die. You know how many horror games start with this exact premise? Too many of them, and I don't want to go, but we gotta go. Yeah. I mean, if you want to stay here, you're uh, free to. No, you die without me. I would. <laughs> ah, I love you guys. All right. Well, someone needs to protect you from the zombies. Uh, I, I can handle zombies. It's fine. I've got fireballs. Lots of them. I think you have three, maybe four. Two? Two? Three? So are you giving the order to... Transform and roll out. See, just awesome. like that. Do 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 do. <laughs> Moot transforms and you're all cast adrift into the ah, of space. <laughs> so, if you give Moot the word, Moot will start to circle again, looking for a dock okay. in order to uh, for you all to disembark. Okay. Okay. We do that. Uh, after a couple of minutes, Moot is able to find what appears to be a docking bay and starts to make their way in. And once they dock in this port area, Moot begins the whole process for you to disembark, and suddenly Moot just goes, Oh, well that's... And then cuts out, and Moot's hologram disappears. Oh! Uh, fuck our balls. Not only that, but the lights on the ship and all power except for emergency generators is immediately cut. Oh! Hmm. Hey, did he take a relic in that we didn't notice? Uh, taking bets now? Uh, who thinks it was a virus? This was a really bad idea. I wish I hadn't said to go onto the ship. I'm stupid. I'm sorry, everyone. Huh. So, roll me perception. I do that with my dice. Okay. Oh, that's a one. Fifteen plus... Plus four. Five. Perception? Plus eight, so that is a twenty-six. Nineteen. Also nineteen. Hell yeah! I'm glad everyone's eyes are working except Finch's. Finch, I feel like the only reason you don't perceive anything is because your eyes are rolling in your head because this <laughs> might as well happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you said the lights are out, or the lights are out safe with like the emergency power. Oh, okay, so we can still see with light. Yeah, it's just very dim. But everyone but Finch, you notice something odd on the bridge. Uh. One of the monitors is still active. Our bridge on the ship? Yes, on your bridge, yes. Well, I'm gonna go right on up to it, and I'm gonna look at it. Flashing on the monitor are some words. It is the phrase, knowledge and logic are dead. Cool. And that's all. It just says that. <laughs> that's good. Hmm. All in caps, by the way. Is it in, like, a spooky font? Um, Courier. Oh, no. That's the, the spookiest, spookiest font. The spookiest, the spookiest, spookiest of fonts. <laughs> And that's all it says. Knowledge and logic are dead. Hmm. Awesome. Well, that's not ominous. Wilhelm. There? Oh, you're right here. Wonderful. I think we're going on a haunted space station adventure. Do you want to come? <sighs> not even a little bit. Can I stay with Wilhelm? Oh, am I going out alone? All right. Yeah, I could go with you, Finchie. I'm just messing with you. I also was just messing with you. <laughs> I'm so ready to go. Don't be deception. <laughs> <laughs> I feel with disadvantage because everybody yeah. knows you, you hate this shit. <laughs> oh, 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 I rolled a one. I rolled a nat 20. Plus seven, so I got an eight. Yeah, I rolled an unnatural 20. 
Oh my god, I rolled a one and a two, you guys. Let me roll a number. I rolled 21, which is the highest I can roll. I don't think you guys need to roll. I rolled a 15. No one should hear what you said over the sound of your knees knocking. (laughs) (laughs) Captain, it's going to be alright. Just stay close to us. I didn't say it wasn't going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everyone's going to be fine. We're going to go and do the thing that we're doing. What are we doing? I don't know. It'll be great. Let's go. So you guys, when you do disembark, you step out onto the landing of the docking bay. There's a couple of old messed up ships that are also docked. There are emergency lights on, glaring yellow, but everything is otherwise very poorly lit. Woohoo! Good thing I have night vision. Dark vision? That's the one. That's it. You're close. Finch gets out their flashlight. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be us too. Does it smell musty and haunted? Yeah, does it smell like a ghost? Right now, actually, it smells oddly sterile. Ugh. Like hospitally? Yeah, a little bit. I don't like that. That's worse than the stinky zombie smell. Uh, so yeah, so what would you like to do? You want to roll some dice? You want to go poke around, do some stuff? Perception? Yeah, let's perceive something. Let's see see what I perceive. Sure. Start off with a good old-fashioned perception roll. Yep. I got an 18. I got a nat 20, so 24. I don't think I've rolled above a 10 tonight. Galva's danger senses are on. Yeah. Gotta stay alert for the captain. He's fine. Don't worry, it's fine. Just stay behind him. It's fine. No, it's fine. I rolled a seven. I think Finch is just, like, keeping an eye on Zelias. Yeah. That's probably wise. Because he's acting penisy, but you know. Yeah. You know. They know. Finch, I do think what you do notice is that everything kind of smells sterile. And it, you know how hospitals tend to be too cold? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it feels like that here. Okay. I have a jacket. Ugh. Everybody else, you look around, and aside from the emergency lights that are on, you do see to the north what appears to be a security checkpoint. Neat. That is blocked by a laser grid. Huh, I like that that's active. Like I said, there is some emergency power. Yeah, it's an emergency to them lasers up. Okay. Uh, You said there was other um, ships on this docking bay, or is that past the laser grid? No, like, if you look immediately to your right, that is part of one of the larger ships. Bah! Okay. Yeah. I climb it. No, I don't. <laughs> well, if we're here looking for salvage, do you think we can start with this ship? I don't see why not. Might as well. Might as well, yeah. Doesn't look like anyone's using it. Okay, what would you like to do? I want to look for, like, where's the docking bay hatch? Yeah, where's the door? Okay, so the door is going to be here to the south. Around here. And then that way. The one thing you do notice is that it's sort of like, it's not properly docked. Like, you can get to the hatch, but like, the whole thing is crooked as if it it looks like something might have knocked it a little bit around when it was trying to either land or disembark. It's hard to tell. Is the captain following? No. Okay. Does he want a bodyguard to stay back with him? No. All right. (laughs) If the captain's not following, Finch will hang out up here. No, (laughs) you you deal with ghost stuff. She can. She's the bodyguard. Well, what if the ghost attacks Elias, and he screams like a little girl and wets his pants? Well, then that's too bad for him, huh? Yeah, it is. Okay. Finch will be adventurous with Ao. Have fun, you two. Listen, she's been named the bodyguard. Let her guard some bodies. Aren't you, like, the mechanic person, though? Oh, that's true. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, switch roll. I mean, Elias isn't really going anywhere. He's just kind of acting as lookout for these lasers or whatever. Like, maybe he can see a panel that un- 
alives them or something. What? Okay. You know well, what I mean. That unalives them. Finch will help him. Turns them off. Finch will help him keep an eye on these lasers. Yay. Ghosts can't cross your lasers. It's the ghost rule. Sure. It's true. It's the ghost rule. The zombies can't get in. All right. So, the door. Mm-hmm. I would like to investigate to try and find a way to open it. Okay. Roll me investigation. One. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a two. It's a one. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Wow. I think it was just, like, punching at the door. Uh, uh, yep. All right, let me let me take a look. Not even punching, just like pulling at it. As I say, I think Ao's overstimulated because th- this is already a-, a lot more fun than you've had the last few days. Yeah. Oh uh, all right, just let me take a look, and Galva will investigate. No, I got. It. Uh, it's gonna open if I just pull hard enough. Roll me athletics, actually. Okay. Okay. Ao, roll me athletics, rather. Oh. I have proficiency in that now. Ooh. I mean, she uh, might as well. I rolled a five. Oh no! Uh, so that is a sixteen. Um, you ripped something off, but you weren't even near to the door. You just ripped off what appears to be some type of coolant line that is just spraying cold mist everywhere oh, now. Oh fuck! <laughs> hang, hang on, it's like a fire hose. Gal is gonna try and wrangle that. Roll me a deck save. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, is Ao just hanging on to it? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, 16 deck save. Uh, I think you managed to wrangle the hose near the actual, like, part of the ship, but Ao is still getting whipped around wildly. Oh, oh no, oh no. Do I also roll deck save? Um, roll me another athletics to stay on it. Ride it like a fucking Bronco. Oh, that's a 22. I mean, because you're essentially grappling it. Yep, you're on there. (laughs) This is what happens when you don't entertain your AO for a little bit. I guess. There's a lot of pressure in this still. Galva's gonna just try and rip off the hose entirely. Like, fuck it, this ship's already screwed. Alright, give me athletics. Quick, get a bucket, we can catch this coolant. That is... Not my best. Um, 15 athletics. So I think instead of ripping it off, I think you grab the hose and crush it so that it stops spewing and, like, the pressure builds up behind your hand. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And you hear what sounds like metal shuddering, and something inside the hull just broke. So it's likely that the coolant is now flooding the hull somewhere. Oh, God. Um... Ayo, can you, can you go get the, the smarter, too? So while you idiots are doing that, <laughs> what do Zelias and Finch do? <sighs> do we notice the idiots? Okay, well, I think I'm looking around up here, I guess, to see, like, is there a panel or, like, a some shit that we can fart around with to open the lasers? So to your left there, Zelias, is a window. Uh-huh. Leading into a security booth. Neat. You said you have dark vision, right? Yeah. I'm an elf. You are an elf. I'm an elfy elf. Cool. Is there no, like, no door here? Or is the door on the other side of the lasers? I think this is the window Ant mentioned. Yes, that is yeah, the window. Yeah, this is the window. Yeah, the door must be on the other side with this little arrow is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, can I see anything inside? You see two desks with some very old-looking computers. Uh-huh. Some old files, kind of paperwork on the desks. Yeah. You see 
what might have been a box of donuts once upon a time. It is now Ooh. just like a just a box of dust. It's a box of dust. Yucko. Uh, that's cool. I, I, you know, I guess I'll walk around with the thing. Hey, uh, everybody will be pers- uh, actually, no, Finch is the last one. Okay. Okay. Maybe I do I'll that. roll above a 10. I got a nat 20. Oh, I rolled a 15. Plus 4 is 19. 24. Okay. So, Zelias. Hi. Where that red arrow is, there is another door, and to the right here is a window. And as you walk by, and actually, what did Finch roll? 19. One nine. 19, okay. Um, as you walk by that window, uh-huh. you hear what sounds like one of the desk drawers slam. I'm over here now. <laughs> Since you heard something, you, you didn't really catch with it. It sounded like something like just a loud bang. <laughs> it wasn't me. And the captain came running back. I didn't yep. do it. It's fine. <laughs> it's all right. Didn't, Maybe it's a mouse. Didn't do what? What? What happened? Noise. Uh. Uh. uh let me just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. And I'm gonna, I look back in there. Okay. He's talking like a fucking moron. I guess. Finch follows closely behind him. He just, he peeks in. He's like, the fucking fuck was that? Um. You don't see anything. It's. I mean, you you see the desks. Uh, you don't see anything moving. All right. Uh. You know what? I bet it's the wind. Um. Or the air conditioner made a noise. Um. Well, it is quite cold in here. I suppose it. Yeah. It's not outside the realm of possibility. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. That's all it is. Is the air conditioning. Um. Uh. I'm gonna try this door. All right. I try the door. It is locked. Ah. Uh, I guess we better be packing the ship and leave. Oh, that's too bad. You hear another bang. <laughs> You just explode through the he, door. He fucking goofy yahoos. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, no, it's fine. It's just the it's the station settling, you know? That's all that is. It sounded more like a big clatter, and it definitely came from the security office behind you. No, it didn't. It's fine. All right. Oh. <laughs> I look back in. Finch also looks in. So, across the, uh, the ceiling, there is a ventilation shaft. Ah. And it looks like an old rusted panel had fallen to the floor. And is now just like right here. Oh, okay. You know what that was, Doc? That was gravity. <laughs> That's all it is. That was gravity, yes. Sure thing. That was gravity. That's good. Yes. That's like a natural thing that happens all the time and it's supposed to because it's science. Yes, especially on a space station in the middle of space where there's well, science. technically yeah. no gravity. Yes, science is, is enabling us to walk upon the floor. We are floor. walking on the floor, are we not? We are, yes. And that's all thanks to science and gravity. Thanks, science and gravity. You've solved the riddle. Okay, we can leave. Finch is humoring the shit out <laughs> of you, Elias, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to call you on your, your jumpiness and your babiness. It's fine. Not a jumpy baby. You're a jumpy baby and that's okay. Not my whole butthole. No, no thank you. So can we get the smarter people over to help us now? No, the smarter people are having a crisis. We're having an adventure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What, what's wrong with you? Finch is fine. Nothing. I'm fine. Fuck you. It's good. No? Okay. Okay, let's go. Well, Captain, why don't we go see um, what the others are up to? Okay. I should also mention that this is because there's light over here, so you would be able to reasonably see. You know? Let me reveal some of the more of the map for you. Oh. Okay. Oh, there's lights? What kind? Uh-oh. Robot. Gonna steal that. Robot. Yeah, robots are fine. They're not flesh. They're not zombies. Yes. They're not made of flesh meat. Yeah. Alright. Um, yeah, let's go this way then. We'll go see what our uh other friends that are over there are doing. What what the fuck are you guys doing, guys? AO is covered in coolants. Okay. <laughs> I was gone for five minutes. What is happening over here? Um We accidentally broke the coolant line. Um oh, yeah. we were chilling. 
The art show, yes. So we're having a bit of trouble um, figuring out the door from this side. Um, There's a door. Uh, All right, where's the door? Well, I guess you're going to have to roll investigate because we sure can find it. I'm going to have to roll investigation for the door, Ant. Do you have that item that gives you like a plus four or something to looking for specifically for doors? Specifically for hidden doors. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Items. It's called, um... Finally get to use it. The secret door scanner. Add plus four to investigation. We're looking for hidden or invisible doors. (laughs) Apparently this one is. You know what? (laughs) Put guidance on me too. Fuck it. Mm. Absolutely. (laughs) Finch places a comforting hand on Zelias' shoulder. Okay, I roll my dice. It is a 13 plus 4, 17, right? And I roll a d4. Yes. Yep. Plus 2, 18. 18? 19. 19. 19. The door's literally in front of you. Guys, I swear <laughs> to God and, and Jesus Christ in space. Space Christ. Here's the door. Space Christ is here. He's come. He has risen. He has found the door. You're welcome. I attempt to open it. Did, did you just claim to be Space Christ? Nobody can claim otherwise. <laughs> Good to know. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm a uh, fiddly footin' with the door. How do I open okay. it? Okay. Roll me technology, which is int, I believe. I'm pretty int. You're pretty int. Pretty int. I'm pretty int too. No, actually, that's wisdom. Yeah, tech is wisdom for some weird reason. That's fucking okay. dumb. Uh, fifteen is my total. Yeah. Um, I think you find like there's a panel right next to it. You like reach into like your coat and you pull out like a file. You flip the panel up to get to the wiring. Yeah. This is like second nature to you. Yeah. I've stolen many a vessel in my day. And you uh you know, you connect some wires, there's some sparks, and uh and the door opens. Dun, and, and a skeleton falls out on you. I scream. Does it really? Real manly. Yeah. Oh shit. Like <laughs> oh. it's more of a mummified corpse. It's good because That's even he's worse. not walking. <gasps> I cast Firebolt on it, and I just get rid of it. I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm-mm. It'll listen. You gotta burn them, or else they get back up and walk. I've seen this in video games. Do you, are you actually Captain, casting Firebolt yes. on it? But not in a video game. This is real life. I know. I'm gonna burn. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's, it's fine. Just it's on a fire. Mummified body. It's on fire, it's on fire now. Yes. It is on fire. Uh, the God rest your soul, dead guy. Um, you'll burn real good because you're dry. It kind of falls between you and like the ship, like into that pit underneath it. Bye and you just, you just hear that, like, it sounds like jerky hitting a tile floor. Oh, bro. Uh, <laughs> just whap! And then you just hear crackling. Yeah, that... Uh, <clears throat> actually, this lies. Uh, anyone who followed the body, like, down, like, watch it fall? Definitely. Yeah, Finch absolutely watched Definitely it go. Watched like, it. Oh, there it goes. There, there it goes. Oh, shit. What are we rolling? Perception. Perception. If, uh, you, if you watch the body fall. Yep. Definitely did. And that's 12. Well... I don't think Galva did, because it's a 11. Oh, well. I got 27. Nice. I got a 12. Uh, he didn't... He watched it, but he wasn't like... I mean, this is going to be a very high check. Don't he's, worry. He's not happy about that thing that just happened. I mean, it, you're, looking at the, you're looking at the flaming body. You know, I've cremated him. I've done him a service. So... Oh, God, Finch. Wow, six? I Yeah, I'm rolling all single digits tonight. Um, I think you're just trying to steady Zelias, but Zelias, Ao, and Galva, you watch as this thing falls about 60 feet to the floor, and just right before it hits the floor, the inky blackness parts like it's a carpet of cockroaches. Oh! Mm, nope, don't like huh? this. No. But they are much bigger. All right, that's fine. Um... 
okay, so <clears throat> the ship, right? We can get back on our own ship, right? And uh, make just make it work again. You know, it's not too hard. We we fly the ship every day, so um, I mean, we know maybe, how to make it work, don't we? So maybe see if you can get in touch with Moot. I would like to prompt you guys to roll either insight or survival. What am I better at? Neither. Uh, survival's wisdom. Insight's also wisdom. Ah, oh, but that's pretty good. Nineteen. I got eighteen insight. Ah, uh, well, I got five total. Rolled a nineteen insight. Hell yeah. Yeah. 18, 19, I 19. think Zelias is too busy having a slight panic attack. That's okay. Yeah, Zelias, you are you're Scooby doing it. Everyone else, when Zelias makes the suggestion maybe we should get back on the ship and make it work, mm-hmm. you suddenly realize that, hey, maybe your newly cremated friend thought the same once upon a time. <laughs> mm. uh, good times. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, no? We should. Captain, please come back here. Let's not separate. Uh, no, no, that's real smart. I don't want to go over there by myself. Um, <laughs> not for any reason. It's fine. Well, we got this ship open. We might as well look around inside and see what happened to it. Yeah. It died inside of it. That's what happened. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Listen, we've got this. All right? Do we have it, though? No, I, I mean, Ao and I have this. You can stay outside the ship. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I'll stay out here. With the giant cockroaches. Alright, Galva's getting on the ship. Yeah, it is going on too. He's okay. preparing his fireball. I guess Finch will wait out here with our captain and hold his hand. No. <laughs> so this ship is a little bigger than yours. You probably about a crew of uh, 10, maybe 12. Mm-hmm. Why don't you roll me some investigation? Oh, right. Why are we having the low int people investigate? God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Because I'm scared. I like how the low ints are investigating and then the, the Twiggy people are outside with the fucking monsters. If you, okay, if you call yeah. us in, I'll come in. Um, okay, Finch, Finch, would you like to trade rolls? Sure, I'm not sure what, how much good that will do because I keep rolling below 10. I got 12. Uh, you know what? I'll go. I'll come in. The the terror oh, ship. You know what? Let's all get <laughs> on the ship. Why don't we all, terror. yeah, let's, let's go on the ship of terror. Let's not split up. Yeah. Yeah, no. Let's all have fun in the ship together. I'm going to roll investigation. Galva's investigation is an 8. I rolled an 18. Uh, it's actually quite good. I got an 18 plus uh, 4. 22. Okay. Um, Galva, with an 8, you don't really find anything, but as you kind of move through the corridors, you see what look like signs of a struggle. Dry blood on the metal. Mm. Uh, That's not great. No, it's fine. You know, spatters all around. Definitely bad things happen here. Mm. Um, okay. <laughs> God, I don't want to keep torturing Zelias. Yes. And. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. All right, we're going to go. So, Ao, we're going to go down worst to best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ao, you kind of fly around and you look for, I- I'm going to say you're looking for, like, salvage, since that is kind of your primary goal of being here. Yeah. So you're able to find like a, a, a really a nice like a tool set, something that Galva could use to like work on the truck and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's like secondhand. If you head to like the cargo bay or even the maintenance bay, you could find a pretty decent abundance of parts. So just go ahead and add miscellaneous mechanical parts to your inventory. Okay. And uh, as well as uh, I would say a tool set plus one. So that, since Galva is proficient with those, she'll get a plus one in her roll. Yeah. Woo! 
Hey, Delta, look what I found. Oh, those are nice. Finch. Yes. As you walk around, you go to one of the, the first rooms that you see, and you find it appears to be the captain's quarters. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty spartan. It looks, actually, a lot of the stuff looks like it has decayed to, like, dust. But underneath this sort of ratty old pillow, you find a book. <gasps> I love books. Nerd. Is it the captain's diary? Full of cockroaches. Is it full of their dirty, dirty secrets? It is the captain's log. Or the captain's diary. Fantastic. Zelias. That's a me. Since your group has kind of split up, you're left to wander the corridors alone. Oh, good. Thanks, Ian. Which way, up or down? Uh, up. North. North. You move towards what looks like, based on the layout of the Reliable, would be sort of a common area. Yeah. And we'll be a deck save. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm a very dexterous sorcerer. I think. You're a flip sorcerer? Yeah, I've actually got fairly decent decks. Yeah. You said save? Yeah, deck save. Okay. 18 plus 3. 21! Okay. You briefly trip over something, but you catch your footing. Ugh. And when you look down really quick to see what it is, you'll notice, in fact, that it is a bone. Oh. And then your eyes are drawn up towards where the sort of common area where, like, a crew would eat. Yeah. And you see piles of bones. Oh. Oh! Yes. Oh. Yum. Why are they all in here? You see piles of bones. More specifically, six different distinct piles of bones. I was about to say, are they piles of bones, or does it look like a body dropped there, and then the skeleton is shaped the way that the body dropped? Roll me investigation. Oh, I'm, I can do that. I'm a dice-rolling mother McFucker. 21, again. Against your better judgment, you take a look at one of the bones. Yeah. Like one of the piles. And you notice that with the exception of things like the skulls, uh-huh. anything that would have been like a limb or ribs, or, it looks like it was not on. Okay. By like tiny rat teeth? Or, you know, cockroach no. teeth? What me nature? Uh, I'm rolling a lot of dice, guys. Also intelligence. Uh, 16 plus 4. Oh, these look like people teeth. Oh, good! You know what? If they were all stuck inside the ship, that makes some kind of fucked up sense. And that's good. <laughs> Thanks for the, the cannibalism, buddy. This is not Kentucky cannibal. No, this is not my <laughs> Kentucky fried cannibal, Aunt. <laughs> Fucking guy. God, cannibal. Anyway, <laughs> good times. Good times. Um, do, Are there any valuables? <laughs> I think Zelias has seen enough bones in his day. So he's like, okay, bones aren't going to get up and fucking fight me. Or are they? Bones aren't scary because he has Wilhelm as his good buddy. So Aww. as far right. as bones and skeletons goes, he's actually kind of like chilled a bit. All right. So you know what? Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to use this new loot table that I got. <gasps> I love tables. Of oh, bones. shit. Loot table. That mummified guy probably ate them all. I would also like to, while you're kind of rooting around for belongings in this little area. Yes. I want you to give me one more perception roll. One more perception roll. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Well, that one's a five. Perception plus four, so nine. Yeah, rolling some loot. The loot's obviously the more important thing, so... Yes. It's okay if I get eaten by skeletons. I can bring you back. Huh? Yeah, I can bring you back. Thanks, guys. I got Revivify. It's good. I love it. 
And I want my loot. Okay. So, Zelias, kind of hey. root around. And it looks like some of the, you, you get a couple of different possessions off of them. Nice. So, add 1,200 credits. Okay. That's between the whole group. Those can go to the party funds, whoever's watching yeah. that. So, 1,200 credits. 1,200 creds. You find a ring with a guild signet on it. Okay. You guys have to, you have to figure out what that is later. Okay. Mystery ring. You find a rather nice looking necklace. Again. Mystery necklace. And you also find a vial of this lavender liquid. Mystery lavender vial. Liquid. Yep. There we go. All right. I have these things. Yep. I pocket those. And uh, what was your perception? It was a nine. Okay. You're like, oh, man, this is really kind of cool stuff. Oh, God. Okay. And then when you look up, uh-huh. standing behind each of the piles of bones are ghostly apparitions. Oh! Oh! Um! Oh! You know what? I throw the shit back on the floor. I'm like, nope, I don't need it. It's fine. You keep it. Have fun. They're all looking right at you. Uh, sorry, I just, you know, I was exploring. I found this shit. And, you know, if you want your shit back, you can have it. I'm sorry you guys ate each other. That's really terrible. Doc! All of you will be perception to hear Zelaya's babbling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't want them. 25. That is a nat 20. 24. Honestly, he's coming back, running and screaming, fucking Finch. You can probably hear him, even if you roll like a 2. <laughs> Rolled a 7. Finch is already reading the captain's log. Oh, nerd! Finch is already in book world. Ao and Galva, you are running towards the captain. Yeah, honestly, yep. I think he runs straight past them and straight to fucking Finch because the, <laughs> oh, the 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 dead person stuff person is Finch. What? And <laughs> <laughs> those were words you said. He just starts dumping mouth like, all right, there's like three of them back there, and they're like spooky ghost things. I don't know what they are, but they're really bad. And there was like skeletons back there. I think they ate each other. I think they ate each other. Okay, with their teeth. And um, it's really gross. Um, and also, um, I think I pissed them off, so I threw their things back to them, and I hope they don't chase us. All right, Captain, take it. Take a deep breath. <gasps> okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, okay, let it out. I did. Okay, take it's another okay. one. No, that's fine. No, no, please, please <laughs> okay. humor me. Take another one. I breathe. Okay. I breathe it with my lungs. I'm fine. All right. Good. Good. Now, now, please continue to do that. In and out. Okay, it's in fine. Out. I'm fine. It's all right. No, right. don't worry about it. It's fine. Right. I'm not having a panic attack or anything. I just... And where did you see these ghosts? Back there. Back back that way. All right. Where I come screaming from. Okay. I didn't scream and I was talking normal, like with my regular volume. It just takes off to have a look. <laughs> don't go by yourself. Hey, God, wait, where are you going? You'll die. <laughs> Galva's following, too. <laughs> yeah, it is going along. Elias is good back here. So you guys make your way to the common area. I mean, the bones are there, but there's nothing else there. Let me come back. Because Finch is here, he feels brave. I don't know. Elias, you return, and there's nothing there. Okay, no, is it, you okay, know what? Safe for the bones. Uh, there's, there's three of them, and you see all the bones? There was like... There were six of them. They're spookies. I see all I, the bones, I can't yes. Count. Yeah, there's, there's this ghost also that I saw, I think... Unless I'm having, like, a fucking, like, brain aneurysm thing. Um, hang on. I think he should throw the credits back, too. He's like, no, I found money, but you know, I, don't, I don't need it. You guys, you have it back? Um, I'm starting flinging credits. Like, yeah, it's, I don't even, uh, I don't even hey, need money. It's hey. fine. I'm rich. Captain, they're not using them anymore. I think I made them angry when I grabbed the shite. What did they do when you, when you grabbed they it? They just stood there. I, I, I don't know what they wanted. They just stood there. All right. Well, 
there's a way we can find out. I can leave. Gal's gonna go after those credits, goddammit. No! Yeah, no, Finch is also going after the stuff he threw on the floor. Oh Let's God. pick this up and see what happens. We're gonna be cursed forever and we're gonna die and go to hell, cursed, to be in hell forever. You're crazy. I, Why would I, you do these things? I think we have Finch to deal with curses. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. No, we're fine. It's alright. I'm fine. <clears throat> yeah, it's a minor setback, you know. You pick up the items that Zelias threw on the ground <laughs> and uh, nothing happens. Huh. Um... Yeah, maybe my eyes are just playing tricks on me, you know? Maybe maybe there's nothing here. Maybe it's just dark. You know? Galva's gonna, like, point her flashlight around just to see if there's anything that could be mistaken for a ghost. I feel like normally Finch would try to reassure Elias, no, you're probably not seeing things. You probably did see ghosts. But because he's so <laughs> freaked out, they just, they, they walk up to him. They put a hand on his shoulder. Hi. It's going to be fine. It is. I've been saying that. Look, I know Wilhelm. Wilhelm's not scary. I'm not afraid of Wilhelm. He's a ghost. Exactly. Exactly. So there's nothing. I just. <clears throat> trick of the light is all it was, right? Yeah. Sure. Trick of the light. You got Wilhelm with you right now? Yes. He's in my bag. Is he like a ghost radar also? Can he like detect other ghosts? Like, how does Wilhelm work? <laughs> what happens when you equip Wilhelm? <laughs> Wilhelm, would you like to answer the captain's question? Uh, I. I don't even know how. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not a ghost radar. Oh. And uh, if you did in fact see a ghost, which I'm not saying you didn't, mm-hmm. uh, if they're not coming out, they might not have anything to say at the moment. Why would they be standing around like just like spooky ass fucking, uh, you know, regular normal ghost uh, guys? You're looting them. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why I threw the shit back. Well, now they're looting them, and how come ghosts aren't fucking being around here and being like, booga booga and stuff? Maybe they left. Maybe, I don't know. Look. What the fuck? Ghost Look. rules are stupid, I don't get it. Captain, will you please do me another favor and take another deep breath? No need to uh, explain, just uh, breathe in. Okay. Okay, alright. That's fine. Uh, you know, uh, can you shoot a ghost with fireball, actually, now that I think about it? You can, yes. <sighs> okay, no, that's fine. So Wilhelm goes, uh, hey, Finchie, uh, as a cleric of Kellenvor, is there something maybe you could do here? I don't know, Ant, is there something that Finch can do here? <laughs> nope! <laughs> I mean, that's, like, so, what did Finch usually do when dealing with ghosts in the morgue? Did they just wait for them to pop out, or would they, would they try and talk to them, or? Um. How did that usually work, especially if maybe a, a ghost happened to be particularly reticent? Yeah, I think they probably did make it a practice to see if the ghost was hanging out, um, Obviously, they didn't always get lost souls or folks with unfinished business, but, you know, it happened enough yeah. that um, they checked for it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess they'll um, they'll turn to regard the unfortunate piles of gnawed-on-bones. Hello. Sorry to disturb your rest. Um, if you like, I'd, I'd be happy to see if there's anything I can do to help you move on. Um, seems like you've been here for a while, and it's... Um, Kind of depressing around here, I would say. So, um, if we can give you a hand, I'd be happy to do so. Roll me persuasion. Okay. Oh my god. Almost a ten. That's a nine plus six. Fifteen. God, these rolls. I know. You're having a rough night. I don't know what's going on with this dice tonight. So you got a fifteen total? Fifteen total. Okay. I'm going to make a quick roll here. I haven't rolled anything tonight. This is the first time I'm rolling. Glad I took proficiency in persuasion. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, roll, roll with advantage because these are ghosts and you are a cleric of Calibor. You're a ghost buster. Ghost whisperer. Yeah, same thing. Oh, well, that's a little bit better. 17 this time. Okay. Okay. A couple of seconds pass, and Fidge, it's very familiar to you. The already cold temperature drops. Uh. It just bottoms out. Mm-hmm. And behind each of the seats with the uh, unfortunate piles of bones in each of them, a specter appears. They are completely featureless. Uh, you can't, well, you can make out whether race and gender. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's a couple, like, there's an elf, there is a tabaxi. With huge tits. Sure. The tabaxi has huge tits? Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck it, if lizards can have them. It's a hodgepodge crew. There's, it's not like a crew of elves or a crew of humans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And aside from race and gender, or supposed gender that you can see, they are otherwise featureless save for bright white eyes that are just glowing. And they appear one at a time, and they look to you. Spooky. Well, I guess Finch will just say, Hello again. Um, do, do you have a, a spokesperson? Do you have someone I can speak with? They don't move. Um, one steps forward. Based off of the sort of build, it looks like this might have been an orc woman. Mm-hmm. And is Fitch still holding the book, the Captain's Diary? Yes. She just lifts a finger and points to the diary in Finch's arms. Oh, is this yours? Are you the captain? She shakes her head. No? No. Oh, I hope I didn't just burn him. She looks around, and actually her eyes meet you, Galva, and she points to Galva. What? The bodyguard. You're like me? Galva, roll me insight. Yeah, because she's lost here. Maybe the captain was a giant, and they pieced out. I don't know. That is 13 insight. The only thing that immediately leaps to mind is, uh, like, first mate. Are you the first mate? She nods. Am I the first mate? Is that assuming things? I mean, you kind of are. You're my right-hand lady, because you're huge. No, I mean, in character, she's like asking, am I the, am I the first mate? No, we never really decided that. And anyway, so you're the first mate. Do not. All right. Um. Well, I was starting to look at this before um, the captain came to find me. Do you happen to know if um, what happened is detailed in this book? Uh, she nods. It is. Okay, good. Hmm. So, how often does Finch find nonverbal ghosts? I mean... It kind of depends on the nature of their business and their trauma, mm-hmm. and also how long they've sort of been stuck here. It's not uncommon for spirits that have not passed on for an incredibly long time mm-hmm. to have trouble remembering language. Okay, but she seems to be understanding us all right. Like, she can understand, but like she might not be able to formulate the words herself. Right, right, right. Any yeah. Longer. Yeah, no, no. I, I totally get that because. Let's um, let her possess somebody. Yeah, as, as having learned Japanese, like, I can understand it much more easily than I can make it myself. If that makes yes. Sense. So, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that I, I mean, that's actually like me. I could actually understand Spanish pretty well. I just, uh, I can't speak it. I, mm-hmm. I have a real difficult time even, you know. Oh, it's all the conjugation and the syntax. Yeah, that's like me with English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I understand it pretty well, but I can't speak it for shit. <laughs> You're very good at it. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that I can play him being completely uncool in every way. He's wonderful. I love him. I mean, more so than usual. <laughs> but I think he might actually 
he's not really feeling bold per se but here's a mystery right mm-hmm. and uh he feels brave now because finch is here <laughs> <laughs> that's so adorable yeah, shut up <laughs> oh, no, yeah, right. i love it and um i think he's going to attempt to ask the spooky ghost oh hi <laughs> sorry i um picked up your things that's uh, that was rude of me i apologize um which uh do you know where your captain's gone to like is his body down here on the floor with you guys or is he off ship when you say off ship all of the crew look at you again very pointedly uh, what oh is that the one that i oh um i think he was the one we tossed the uh, he fell on me. And he yeah. The Viking uh, funeral, right? Mm. You like Vikings, right? <laughs> Do those existence feel? I'm real sorry. Um, I can go get them back. No, I can't. There's like cats down there. There's what down there? What? <laughs> 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 Big scary cats shaped like Is bugs. Is that what they were? Is that was the, was? Don't tell me that was your captain. I think they're telling you that was the captain. Oh God, why was he... They all bow their heads solemnly. Oh, God. I mean, if it's any consolation, he was already dead and didn't feel anything? <laughs> um. They shake their heads. It is not consolation. I'm sorry. No, like, truly, I, I kind of panicked. It's not every day a mummified corpse falls on my body directly. So, actually, Finch. Yes. Will we insight? Okay. Ghost insight. Mm-hmm. Did he eat you guys? <laughs> Did he eat you guys? It was a lady, right? No, no, the lady was the orc. Yeah, the orc is the lady. 19. So, how much of the book did you manage to read, would you say? I would say the first thing they would have done upon opening the book was see if they could find the name of the person who wrote it. Like, maybe if there's a, this book belongs to, you know, at the beginning, that would be helpful. Yeah, give me a second. Mm-hmm. Stay out. No boys allowed. Private diary. Sort <laughs> of page. I would have looked at the last page first to see what the fuck was going on. <laughs> what, what the fuck happened? That actually yeah. was the, the next thing that they would have oh, done would have yeah, been to dude. kind of flip to the back. Great minds think okay. alike. Mm-hmm. So the name of the captain is Marzafir. Like Marzipan, but terrifying. <laughs> Marzafir. Okay. Oh, Marzafir. That's fucking cool. So, I mean, if you just sort of peruse the journal, they would have talked about that this is just a, a trade vessel. And when they docked, it was basically just as soon as they docked that they received a message from the control tower that something had gone wrong on the ship and that they were forced to quarantine until further notice. Hmm. And after that initial notification from the control tower, according to this journal, mm-hmm. they never received word again. But their ship unfortunately had lost power and they didn't want to risk like if there was some sort of virus or something out there right they didn't want to risk any type of uh, outbreak so they just hunkered in place until they ran out of supplies uh, well the good news is it's giant cockroaches so not an outbreak but an infestation yeah even better well there's a couple of things that, I mean, later on, when you get a moment, look through it a little bit more. But just yeah. to find out more what happened here, no help came. They were running out of supplies. The first mate, the orc woman, was the first to sacrifice herself to sustain the rest of the crew. Oh, Jesus Christ. Cool. And it just basically went down from there. They all wanted the captain to survive until the captain could no longer survive. But huh. what's more interesting isn't what's in the book. It's the fact that there's six ghosts here. Mm-hmm. There's seven bodies, including the captain's who you cremated. The captain's ghost is not here. The captain's ghost is not here, yeah. 
Mm. Oops. <laughs> mm. I think actually Zelias is kind of pissed off about this. Mm-hmm. Just the fucking captain in his mind is supposed to go down with the ship. The captain should have fucking sacrificed himself first in order to let the crew survive. In his mind. Oh, I mean, you're not so, wrong, but you also, are you, you haven't read the book. Yeah, and it's just telling me what Finch was able to read. I haven't read the book, but I already kind of feel less bad for cremating that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Once we learn the whole story, then it'll be fine, probably. We got it. You have opinions. I do. And everyone needs to know that mine are right. Okay, well. Love you, Captain. We all know now. Aww. <laughs> Don't make me eat your fucking bodies. Like, I will not cannibalize you. Yeah. Please, <laughs> Thank let's you. Hope, let's hope it never <laughs> comes to that. But, but the sentiment is appreciated. Love you guys. <laughs> and imagine he's making cranky faces like it's while Finch is recounting this. Not really. I think he's trying his hardest to just look like he's not terrified out of his little brain case. That's right. Because he, he's ghost. being a chicken shit. Right. Well, I don't think Finch is recounting this just yet because that's a lot of information to go through. Oh, you know what? That's fair. For they some just rolled thought... insight and that was what their insight gave them. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Then Futures Elias will be weird about that. Features Elias will be weird about it. The insight was more about the captain's spirit not being there, but you had a you had a, a little bit to sort of look at the book, so I kind of want to resolve what you would have got. Okay. So, Finch will regard the uh, the first mate ghost, and they will ask Do you know how I can help you resolve your unfinished business so you can move on? I think the crew looks at each other, and the um, the first mate steps forward and kind of moves through you guys, mm-hmm. heading towards the bridge, towards where you guys came in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spooky. Finch will follow her. And she gets to where you guys entered at the door and points down to what is still a a fire down below. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Oopsie. All right, Captain, mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to go down there and retrieve that. Um. And she shakes her head. Oh, okay. Oh Never mind. <laughs> I was about to pee she... a little bit. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm totally fine. She points down to the burning body of the captain of Marzafir and then points to herself and then kind of gestures as if like to all of her. Uh, uh... You're the captain now? <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. I mean, <laughs> she can't, she's dead though. Can I roll some insight? Yes. Because my brain is not connecting the dots. Yeah, Charades. Yeah, described charades. 22 insight. Finch is real good at ghost charades. Yeah. 17 insight. 17 insight. Oh, I guess. Okay. I I guess we're all rolling. Got a 10. Oh, 10 10 insight. Yeah, AO, you have no idea. 16 for Jaboy. I think everybody but AO, you realize that because there is a a certain someone missing at this table, so to speak. Oh. You need to find them if you want them to pass on. Ghost? Hmm. We need to find the captain. He's down there. No. The, the ghosts of the captain. Oh. The captain's spirit. They all need to be together if they're why? going to move on. Alright, I'm not really a, a ghost professional, but why wouldn't his ghost be with his body? Like all these ones were. Sure question. Sometimes they cut loose. Uh, oh, all right. That's probably not a good thing. Uh, uh, uh. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell this to Finch because, again, mm-hmm. you would have experience with this. So in certain cases, I'm sure, as you know, a lot of times when a, a person dies traumatically, their spirit is, is rooted to a spot or an 
object, or in this case with the crew, their bones. Where you found the captain who was propped up against the door, presumably wanted to get out, but couldn't because of the lockdown. Yeah. So it's likely, depending on Marzafir's frame of mind when he passed, he wanted to get out more than anything. So when his spirit was able to, his spirit went somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's the best idea that you have that sort of rules out anything that could be nefarious. Okay. All right, well, when Finch has that insight, they'll turn back to the first mate. Do you think he might still be somewhere on the station? They all nod. Ugh. All right, well, we need to find the captain and bring him back. Sure! Side quest! Woohoo! Great. Well, we will do our best. I guess we better start looking. Yeah. I would like very much to leave this ship now. Yeah, let's let's get a move on. Nice ship you got here. Sorry about all the bones. Um, I'm gonna leave. Okay, bye. And I think he's he's outside now, and he feels worse because it's still in the space station. Yeah, we're still in the space station. We'll never leave. This is Elias. You just sort of run out. I well, walked quickly. Okay, I'm assuming the rest of you are still in the ship, or at least following behind slowly. Yeah, we're not yeah. running after him. All right, cool. Hold on, I gotta move you guys. He's still speed walking. We're gonna. Oh, oh! I don't know where the door is. Oh, yeah, you're you're about where I need you to be. Oh, thanks, buddy. Roll me a deck save. I would love to roll you a deck save, Ant. I'm gonna find my dice and do that. Um, seven plus three, uh, ten. Okay. A ten. It's Elias. Hi. Something pounces on you from above. <gasps> okay. And knocks you prone. Okay. And is on your back, and you feel something sharp pierce between your shoulder blades. Ew! I'm being pierced. Let me pull some okay, damage. Alright, you do that. And then I'm gonna reaction cast Thunderway. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna pierce my back and then expect me not to retaliate. Maybe not Thunderwave. Oh my god. No, do Thunderwave, please. No, because you're gonna do something fucking horrible to me and I'll die. Yeah, please um, don't bust up this probably rickety, creaky gear. Please don't let everything on this station know we're here. That too. Maybe if Ant wasn't attacking me, I wouldn't have to. That's 13 slashing damage and you are currently grappled. That's fine. And I'll just be like, oh, hey, hey, um, hey, uh, thanks for having me, help a little bit, maybe. Galva's going to be running out to see what the, what's going on. Yes. It's a bottleneck. You can't all run out. <laughs> Do we roll for initiative to see who gets out first? Oh my god. Yeah, you know what? Let's roll initiative. Just those three, or? No, um. Are we in a fight? It's going to be a fight. Okay, I'll roll initiative too. Oh my god. That is a dirty 20. This is a natural 20, so. 17. Plus three. No, my dex is a plus two now. Fucking shite. 12 in it. In it! What is that thing? It's called a gash. Oh, no. It's gadged. It's a giant space bug. Aw. He didn't inject me with eggs, did he? This isn't gonna turn into, like, an alien situation? No. Okay, cool. Don't worry. I mean, that would be fucking hilarious, but also terrible. Or do worry. Too late. Alrighty, what spells do I have prepared? These are, just so you know, they are on top of the ship. You only see the one that's on top of Zelias. So I'm going to tell you right now, 
because this is going to probably take us a couple of weeks to get through this place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a large place. You will be able to do long rests and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, especially since we're not like under a time crunch like we are usually. Yes. Well, in that case. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. That doesn't mean that there's no consequences to your actions. The thunder wave. Oh, actually, fireball would be pretty good. When I'm prone, can I still cast spells? You can. But mm-hmm. you're grappled. Can I not cast spells when I'm grappled? You can attack when you're grappled. Uh, I'll bite him. Actually, no, he's a bug. Yeah, you can't use anything with a somatic component when you're being grappled. Cool. Um. Help. <laughs> well, you are in trouble. Your captain's under this bug. I love you guys. We love you, Captain. So, Zelias, you can't see what it is. You just hear this, like, screeching and clicking. I feel like I know that it's not a zombie, at least. Yeah. Because it's gigantic, and I feel a little less afraid because it's a giant bug and not a slow, shambling zombie. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay. Gash are hideous hunters that prey on other intelligent life forms. They crawl on six insectile legs and attack with their mandibles. They ambush prey by burying themselves under sand or silt and lying in wait, lurking in dark caves or perching on natural stone ledges, where they blend in with their surroundings. Gash have no language, but they have the magical ability to understand the speech of other creatures. A Gash's head is a spongy globe about two feet in diameter, with three feathery antennae protruding from the top. Based around the head are six compound eyes, and six finger-like appendages hang over its mouth. Ugh. Yay! Hate it. A Gash can try to read the thoughts of another intelligent creature by wrapping its antennae around the creature's head. Hmm. Hmm. Regardless of whether the attempt succeeds, the mental probe is painful and takes a toll on the victim's well-being. Oh, that's fine. Looks <laughs> like every day. Is it safe to assume I'm face down on the fucking ground? Um, yes. I don't know how I would cut him with my, my sword. Flash it wildly above my head like a fucking idiot. Alright. So, we're at the top of the order. That's too bad. Zelias, you are pinned underneath this gash. If you'd like to try and get away, you can make a uh, a save. I'll attempt to um, make a save. Is that acrobatics or athletics? Yep, whichever one you want. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. I got a three in both of them. Okay. Then I will attempt acrobatics. I'll try to wiggle my tiny self out of the big bug's uh, nastiness grasp. That's a 15 total. Okay. Yep, you are able to sort of scramble away. Oh, okay. Is that my entire turn, or can I move at all, or is that it? I will let you crawl, Okay, but only up to ten feet. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just going to move uh, straight up here, like, whoop! But you like, breaking out whoop. would be your action. That's fine. I, I think I spent that action well. <laughs> just screaming, and, ah! Like, ah, it's, ah, it's on me, ah, it's off me now. <laughs> I'm fine! Okay. Don't worry, I've taken care of it. Galvin, you're up. So Galva assumes he is not taking care of it. Yeah. This is where the entrance is, right? Um, it's more where Finch is, but you can move through Finch. This thing is kind of blocking your way. Okay. Well, that's actually what I intend to do something about. Because if it's blocking my way, it's blocking everybody's way. Sure is. So I am going to use one of my giant mites. And I'm going to make two attacks on this gage, but rather than... Because I think what Galva wants to do is she wants to push this thing the hell out of the way. Mm-hmm. So that Ao and Finch can get out of here and also, you know, get it away from the captain as he scrambles to safety. Mm-hmm. 
go. Instead of making an attack roll, you make a strength athletics check contested by the target strength or dexterity. And if I win, I knock the target prone. Ooh, I could knock it prone. Do I want to knock it prone? No, let's get it out of the way first. Um, yeah, so she's going to make two attacks or two. Let's start with one. Yeah. Let's do first attack athletics to push it out of our way. Okay. Push it five feet away. Okay. Also, please make me big on the map. I will make you big. Oh, is she getting large? Oh, yeah, of course she's getting large. She's always large. Love my large bodyguard. I make you big on the map. There you are. You are beach. Okay. Big. Yeah, let's athletics to for this first push attack. Roll with an advantage. That is 22 athletics. Okay. Um, that is a seven. You catch it off guard. All right. So please push it five feet away from Galva. This way? Actually, it'd probably be like this way. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. No, don't make it come closer to me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a sweet little man. Because I think Galva still has another attack. Can she just step forward and do it again? Like, is that... I know that's taking a move in the middle of the attacks. Is that, um... I'll allow it. Okay. Just because we need this thing to get the hell away. You're moving five feet, not thirty feet. Yeah. You know, that's a step for you. That's... Yes. I just imagine it. You push, and then you step into it to push again. It's not... Yeah. That's exactly what's going on here. All right. I'm just imagining, like, the sumo wrestler hand slap. Yeah. <laughs> that's... That's basically what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, second verse, same as the first. That is a 24 to push it back again. Uh, 13. You push it back again. Alright. These aren't damaging rolls, right? This is just pushing? Yeah, no, the, I'm, I'm, I'm using up my attacks to literally... This is bullying. Bully it, yes. <laughs> okay. And you know what? Let's clear the doorway. Let's stand here. Okay. <sighs> and yeah, that's going to be my turn. Okay. It is Gash 1's turn. Ooh. And after you shove it twice, it, like, whips around and screeches at you. Its finger-like tendrils around where its mandibles are kind of go wide and you see, like, its awful, awful crab jaws. I uh, hate it. And it is going to attack. Let's see. Galva, I would like for you to make me a wisdom save. Oh, interesting. That is not great. That is a 13. Galva, it's three antenna waver out hypnotically, and you feel this teasing sensation in your body. Oh, no. You are paralyzed for one minute. Oh, fuck. That's too many minutes. And then it's going to attack. Hold on a minute. Was that a spell? Yes, it says magically, but it's, it's not a spell. Oh. It just, it's an ability. Huh, okay. I mean, I, it, yeah, I wouldn't consider it a spell. And now it's going to, uh, it's going to attack. All right. Go for it. Yeah, a paralyzed creature is incapacitated and can't move or speak. The creature automatically fails striking dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Okay. Any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit. If the attacker's within five feet of the creature. Oof. Holy shit! Oof. My gal gal is gonna get crunched. So, does a dirty 20 hit? It does. Well, that's a crit then. Oh, no. Okay. That is 21 slashing damage and you are grappled. Oh my god. Well, that was a crit. 
right. Can't take too many of those. No. <laughs> Ayo, you're up. Okay. So, we just saw that happen. Yeah, you definitely did. I think it's murder time. Murder time, fun time. My favorite time of the year. Uh, first, I need a deck save. Okay. Uh, deck save? Yeah. That is an eight. Nope, so it'll take four force damage. Okay. As the astral cell springs into existence. Okay. And now I'm going to punch it. Okay, does it get pushed back? Actually, I read it again. Didn't say anything about being pushed back. I think that might have been like a UA thing. Oh, okay. It got removed in the final release. Oh, all right. I thought it. All right. I mean, it's grappling. It's grappling Galva too. So I mean, it's not really going to move yeah. that far anyway. Yeah, it doesn't say that anymore. It might have been the uh, UA thing. Okay. All right. So. Not the best rolls. 12, 19, 19, and fifteen. Um, the 19's hit. Okay. Is 14 damage. Okay. You just kind of wailing on its chitinous armor. Mm-hmm. And uh, it does crack in several places, but otherwise it's still going strong. Let go of my friend. Would you like to do anything else, AO? Uh, that's all I can do. Okay. Now it's time for the fuck train. <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay, Gash 2 oh, jumps goodness. down from the top of the ship and lands behind oh. you, Zelias. Oh! And, uh, gonna attack. I'm going to actually... Mm -hmm. What is that dragon shit that I got called? Oh, the new feet? Yeah, so I've got a feet that gives me, like, protective wings. Hang on. Gift of the metallic dragon, right? Oh, hang on. I have it open right here. So, you can manifest protective wings that can shield you or others... When you are a creature you can see within five feet of you is hit by an attack roll, you can use your reaction to manifest spectral wings from your back for a moment. You grant a bonus to the target's AC equal to your proficiency bonus against that attack roll, uh, potentially causing it to miss. You can use this reaction a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. So that's going to add my proficiency bonus to my AC. Okay. My proficiency bonus is a plus three, so my AC is now 19. Okay. So. And I don't think Zelias realizes he can do this yet. He's just kind of reacting. Okay. Because he knows he can do the healing part. Okay, so that the first attack is a 22. That hits. And then... Let me roll damage with that first, because then uh, I'm going to need a wisdom save. That's cool. You are grappled again. Oh, I am? Yes. Oh, okay. That's fine. No, I like I like it here. Okay, In the so, arms of the insect. So that is uh, six slashing damage. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, I rolled well on that, actually. And then I need a wisdom save. Okay, wisdom's not my best. Uh, 18 plus one. Oh, you're fine. Okay, uh, but I am grappled. Okay. okay, but actually you do take half damage. So after this thing kind of bites into you? Yeah, yes. It holds you and those feather-like antenna mm-hmm. kind of flop on your head. Ew, why? It's doing things. Oh, don't do things, bruv. Well, now that we're six level, I can use a sorcery point to regain resistance to fire. So we'll see how that goes on my turn. Don't you also have the resistance to fire ring? So you don't have to spend the sorcery point? Double resistance. Although if I'm grappled, I can't actually cast magic anyway, so it's not going to matter. So that is uh, 8 psychic damage. An additional 8 damage? Yes. 
28 minus 8. <laughs> uh, your captain's not doing super great. Yeah, he's not. It's like Ant wants to kill me or something. <laughs> Alright. Um, Ao is in the air right now, right? Like, she's flying? Well, uh, she's low enough to the ground that she can hit the gash. I don't know if the gash is in the air or not. Well, I mean, the gash is a large creature, so you could be several feet off the ground. Yeah. And still be wailing on it. Mm-hmm. Gash 4 is going to jump down. I know. And try and attack Ao. And, uh, let's see how this goes. That is a 9. Nope, that's not going to do anything. Alright, so that's 1, and then that is 16. That still does not hit. Okay, it whiffs entirely. It just flops, and actually, because it's so large and this platform is getting very crowded, its Mm -hmm. back legs are off of the platform, and it's, like, clawing to stay on. Hmm. Okay. Finch, you're up. There is a clusterfuck. (laughs) Finch closes the door. (laughs) I'm just gonna stay with the ghosts. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, Gal is paralyzed. Gal is paralyzed. My captain has 20 hit points and is grappled. And my Galva is grappled. Oh, well. And the worst part is each one would probably say go save the other one. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're not going to listen to either of them. I think Finch is doing the uh, the math lady meme. They're doing some calculations. I think their first bet is probably better to get Galva moving again. Mm-hmm. So even though she's grappled, um, this thing is huge. Galva is also huge. They could probably get within touch range of Galva to cast this spell. I'm assuming. I'm hoping. Ant. Yeah. Yes, you can. It's kind of like a mosh pit here, but... Yeah, it sucks. They hate it. <laughs> they skirt up behind Galvin cast Lesser Restoration, which is a second-level abjuration spell. You touch a creature and can end either one disease or one condition afflicting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Go, Galva, be free. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming you get rid of her deafening. <laughs> yes, exactly. How did you guess? You can hear now, Galva. <laughs> I can hear it kill me so clearly. Okay, you are no longer paralyzed, Galva. Alright. Which is probably good. Very good. Would you like to do anything else, Finch? Crying is a free action. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm not allowed to cast a bonus action spell after casting a regular spell, so. Run away! Get a potion off of Galva's belt and stab her with it. <laughs> or do that to the captain. There's two good options here. I mean, yeah, actually, well, Finch still has three potions. Um, I think, yeah, they'll take out a potion and jabs Elias with it. Ah! My butt! Oh, no. <laughs> put it in my butt. Why? I put it right You're... in your butt. Why would you put that right in my butt? Your meaty haunches. Oh, my haunches. His skinny tween haunches. Man, how could this okay. be? How could this happen to oh, me? That's a pretty good heal. Uh, six plus four is ten. Thank you. As Elias recovers ten HP. That helps me immensely. Yes. Thanks, it's still hugging me, though. Bummer. Sorry, I can't do anything about that. I've already used my action. It's alright. I appreciate the effort. You've done well. Thank you. Promotion! I don't want to be promoted. Okay. Thank you, though. Is that your turn? Yeah, that's your turn. That's all they can do. <laughs> Gash 3 leaps off of the ship. Mm-hmm. And lands crashing down there. Yeah, It's your turn. Get attack, Finch. No! Don't do that. No. Finch is going to wiggle. Okay, so that's disadvantage, right? Yes. Hey, if I use my wings again, does he get 
fucking like double disadvantage to attack Finch. You can't use your wings again this turn. I don't think I can. I think yeah. you're right. So that is uh that's a three for one attack. Okay. Very good. Next attack. Actually, hang on. Yes. Geist. When you use Unsettling Visage to throw off an attacker, your attacker That's must right. roll a wisdom save or be afflicted with the spell Fear. Ah. Ooh. That's right. Can you make them a feared? You have to fail a wisdom save. That is a seven. Ooh. I think it's afraid. I think Finch Wiggle's so good. It just, it unsettles the aberration. They unsettle the aberration somehow. All right. It lands and it goes to attack and you, Finch, you reactionary the way I, i'm picturing geist it's like an advanced wiggle uh-huh so whereas when you used to do your unsettling massage it's like you kind of got hazy yes now when you whip around and it's probably a good thing that zelias is not looking at you <laughs> because you look like um okay you know how in animation the in-between frames like that smear <laughs> oh yes <laughs> the quality frames yeah you turn around, and in that moment of you snapping around, you briefly look like that animation smear, like that squash and stretch, really, like, terrifying proportions, very, like, like an instant. Oh, God. I love it. And this thing recoils, it just, like, the fuck! <laughs> and it still has some movement left, so it backs up, and there's nothing there. I mean, the ship is there, but there's enough of a gap that it scrambles and it falls off the platform. What a dumb piece of shit. I love him. And you hear it screech and you just hear this as it hits 60 to 70 feet below you, just this crunch. <gasps> so I need to do fall damage. Oh shit, that was a good reaction. Delicious. It's a, a, a d6 per 10 feet, right? Yep. Yep. That is 66. We get a dice roller. Actually, I'm going to say 70 feet because some of these ships are big. So 76. Uh, that is 33 damage. Not bad for a reaction. Yeah, right? Yeah, you just hear this crunch. You don't know what happened to it, if anything. It's still active, but I mean, they can't fly. So, you got a while if, if it decides to come back up. Nice. Elias, you're up. Um, well, I'm grappled again. You're being hugged. Which kind of fucking sucks. Oh, you know. I guess I just live here now. Before you were prone, I think when this thing grabbed you, it's like picking you up. Yeah. I'll let you try and break out with a bonus action. Hmm. If you want to, or you can hmm. just explode. It's up to I you. I mean, I can just live here and hug my Good. new bug friend. <laughs> Listen, maybe if you hug it, it'll go away. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I pat it on the, on the fucking spikes and like, hey, buddy, it's all right. Maybe it just needs a hug. Yeah, maybe it's a new friend. Sun's going down. Yeah, man, sucks. I'll do another try to escape with my little bonus action you've given me. God. Plump. That's a natural 20, my aunt, my friend. Yeah, you have no problems. You slide right out of its grip. I pop right on out of his his buggy bug arms and aim a fireball right at him. Okay, holy shit. Fuck you. You don't get to hug me. Elias is going nuclear. That's fine. We're going hard today. <laughs> um, it's fireball, aunt. Yeah, fuck this motherfucker. You've been on this haunted station for ten minutes, your nerves are shot, fireball. <laughs> I've been hugged by two giant terror bugs. The first one stabbed me in my spine. Which you did. So yeah, we're doing fireball time. Roll me a deck save. Um, would you believe these aren't very dexterous? I believe it, they're gigantic. That's, uh, twelve. That's very good. <laughs> for you. 
That's very good for me because that fucking fails. Hey, Ant. Hey. Bug is a failure. His mother should be so disappointed. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna roll my damage now. <laughs> oh, also, since I have elemental affinity, I can add my charisma modifier to one of my damage rolls. Okay. Yay. It's only like a plus four. But it's still, you know, more numbers for me. Mm-hmm. Plus four damage. That's plus four. Apply that. And that's D6s, right? Eight D6, yeah. Eight D6s. And I'm casting it. Yeah, it's third level spell, so it's going to be all eight of them on D6s. Five, six, seven, eight. Okay, 32. Okay. You wiggle out, and you just level a fireball that it just blasts, like, behind it, and you just... It smells now like burning roach. I don't want that smell. It's still alive, and it, it's not pleased. Would you like to do anything else, Elias? Fuck your books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think these things read. They read minds. Oh. Uh, fuck my mind? No. No. <laughs> Weird. That got no. long. Don't invite it to do that. Galva, you're up. Okay. Do I have anything special I want to stab with, or do I just want to stab? Yeah, I mean, you can stab with your Actually, grapple. wait, I'm still grappled. Oh, yeah. I'm still these grappled. Bugs. They're wearing, like, natural bug armor. You know what? I think I, it's, once again, I've got them right where I want them. <laughs> and I can attack while I'm grappled, I believe, because... Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm going to... That is, well, one's a 16, and the other's a 25. Those hit. Okay, gonna dice up this bug. You're not gonna bother breaking out. You're like, I'm fine here. Yeah, I've got him right where I want him. <laughs> Justice mm-hmm. Keikaku. Justice Keikaku. Alright, so that's 25 damage. How's it looking? Angry. Mm. It's bleeding pretty profusely, but angry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah, I think we want to get the upper hand as quickly as possible. I'm gonna go ahead and action surge and um stab it more. Stab it some more. Stab it some more. Good plan. Okay, that is one is an eighteen. The other, I'll be real surprised. Um, that's a thirteen. Does not hit just the eighteen. Yeah, I rolled a five, so. Hey, it happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens. No, you still got one more hidden. Yep. And that is another twelve damage against it. Okay. You are just finding notches under its uh, exoskeleton and just jamming your broken sword in there and uh, just digging around. And it's screeching in protest, um, but it is latched on. Is that your turn? I mean, yeah, I think that's got to be my turn. Okay. Wisdom save, please, Galva. All right. Let me fail this wisdom save real quick. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right, that's a 10. Uh, oh, sorry, you're going to take full damage now. Okay. Those feathery antenna lay on there on your head, and you get a headache that could split marble. Oh my god. Um, oof. Oof. That is 19 psychic damage. Uh, Galva's looking pretty shit right now. My girl. My girl. And you know what? That's his turn. Ao, you're up. Okay. Uh... I mean, as much as I want to push Gash 4 down... Oh, that would be funny. Because it's a large creature, I can't do anything to it. Oh right. no, you're too tiny. Yeah, too small. Well, instead, um, that other Gash is hurting Galva. Mm-hmm. This will not stand. Oh. We'll go through this turn order, and then when we get back to Zelias, we will uh, 
We'll call him. Okay. So yeah, 18, 23, and 20 and 20. All hit. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, boy. That's 39 damage. Holy shit! What was that? 39 damage. Nice! I rolled a 6, a 6, a 5, and a 2. Nice. Yeah, Ayo, you actually, you look at where Galva had been stabbing it, and some of its chitinous plating had, has been uh, chipped away and exposed, and you yeah. just drill that with your feet mm-hmm. to the point where where the insect body is, like, segmented. You just keep kick, 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 and on that last kick, you break the thing in half. <laughs> so, and Galva, the top half of it is clinging to you quite dead. Mm. And the bottom half is like spasming out as the last synapses of activity fire through its legs before it curls up. And she didn't get paralyzed this time, right? No, she didn't. Thank you, Ao. No, there's a there is a recharge on that. Okay. And yeah, she's going to kind of shrug it off to the side, throw it down with wherever that other captain went. All right. So I spend a key point mm. and take two more punches on four now. Okay. A 25 and a 20. Both hit. Okay, I need a con save from it. Oh, okay. Constitution save, you say. Okay. 14. That does not save, it is stunned. Woo-hoo. Oh, okay. That is stunning strike, it also takes 17 damage. Okay. So stunned is, uh, it can't do anything this turn? So it's actually stunned until the end of my next turn. Oh, damn. All right. Uh, would you like to do anything else? Uh, that'll be all. Okay. That's a good turn. That was a good turn. Gage 2. Oh no, Gage 2. I just set your bitch ass on fire. Going to... Hmm, who do I want to attack? Elias, what's your HP at right now? It's fine, don't worry about it. Oh, what's your HP at right now? Um, 30. Thank you. And Finch, you're at full still, right? I'm at full, yes. Which is... 50. I'm gonna attack Finch. I'm gonna... Did I use my wing thingies this round? You have not. Not yet. Uh, I'm going to use them for Finch. Aww. Okay. Because you're my favorite doctor. Okay. So you're going to add a number to it. Plus What's three. my proficiency? Plus three. I've enveloped you with my, my weird wings that exist now. Yeah. Okay. How fucked so up is that? First attack is ten. That misses. I rolled a ten, rather. Um, and then second attack is... Damn. Um, Eleven. Oh. <laughs> You didn't need to use a reaction. No, not at all. Well, I mean, does it, if it hits, or is it oh, only let if me it see. does? Or do you just use you it? You can manifest protective wings that can shield you or others. When you or another creature you can see within five feet of you is hit by an attack roll. Oh, then okay. I can use my reaction, so... Okay, so your reaction's not burned. Okay, that makes sense. Awesome. Yeah, I think Finch, you're just getting pretty good at bobbing and weaving now. Nice. Yes. Gash 4 is stunned. Finch, you're up. Okay. Well, my girl Galva isn't looking very good. And since she's still right there, Finch is going to burn a third level spell slot and cast Cure Wounds on our girl Galva. Huzzah! Yes. Ten. Fourteen. That was not a good heal. It's helped a lot. Up from 27 to 41. Oh, that's that's much better. Yeah. That is much better. Especially since my total 67. Oh, jeez. <laughs> And yeah, guess that's my turn. Okay. I liked it. It was good. Gash three. Well, you can't see what Gash three is doing, so we're just gonna. Ooh. 
I mean, it's an insect. I assume it's climbing the wall. Well, it's afflicted by fear. I assume it no longer has line of sight to Finch, so it can now right. make a wisdom save. Okay. As soon as it comes up here and sees Finch, it's gonna be like, uh-uh! <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> dive back in. That is a 14. Does not save. Alright, so it's gotta drag its ass away still. Yep. <laughs> I mean, its legs are broken. It's not going far. <laughs> and we're back at the top of the order with Zelias, so we will finish this fight up next session. And you guys are officially in Chapter 6, which I like to call Dead Data. As always, I'd like to thank our audience. Thank you for tuning in, listening. Don't forget to uh, subscribe, leave us reviews, comments. Follow us on Twitter at SlayRights. Guys, hope you enjoyed tonight. I sure did. I did. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's fucking spooky in here. I dig it. <laughs>